0: Yeah.
1: yeah, draft day, Johnny Manziel Five years later, how am I the man still? Draft day, A-Wiggins That other side be stay winning Oh man, you know I had to do it for you You know I had to do it for you Yeah, suits and ties yelling out, pay the guys Man, I had to do it for you you know I had to do it for you. You know I had to do it for you. Oh man. Oh man. Oh
2: man, man. You know I had to- Welcome to 2023. This is the Racial Drive Podcast and I'm your host Michael Ford, joined by regular regular co-host Carlos, returning champion.
3: What's up? Happy New Year. I haven't been on
2: in god a
3: month Thanksgiving maybe it's been a while
2: (laughs) and also young up-and-comer Jared
0: hello happy new year everyone I haven't been on since like the last Last year
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes yes we are the racial draft and we are changing the complexion of the comic book universe one draft pick at a time and we are straddling drafts right now because we are finishing out the season five racial draft and starting out our first ever racial draft dynasty draft where the where the picks carry over you're playing for keeps now big picks for you know you're holding it down for your delegations you're holding it down for all time these picks are really important because uh they you know they they, they mean something there. They're, they're held close to the vest, close to our hearts. Um, we'll get into the dynasty draft in just a bit. But Let's do the quick recap of the 12th round, the final round of the, of the season. And uh, yeah, let's just dive right in. Uh, the first pick of the 12th round uh, kicked us off with uh, not the Latinx delegation because mm-hmm. that pick was traded away to the Jewish delegation jane
0: foster talk about it jewish jane foster Jarrett. um i'll be honest you know 12th round certain characters are gone um this one was actually one that there was another character that i wanted to pick but uh kind of had to switch it up pretty quickly and i was thinking uh who are some characters that I could take? Who are some characters that are still around that are pretty big that have, you know, untapped potential who mm-hmm. haven't been snatched up yet. Um, And usually, I don't know if this has been clear, but like a little strategy. uh, I choose a lot of characters that are played by Jewish actors and actresses. <laughs> what? Uh, I know what a concept. Um, <laughs> but uh you know there isn't anyone more jewish than natalie portman and it 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 just so happens that she has a has a role in one of these as uh, Mm a jane foster and uh you know she was recently the mighty thor in thor love and thunder movie that i have blocked out of my mind (laughs) um you know like she did spoiler alert i mean movie's been out for months but like she did die but you know she we we catch that glimpse of her in valhalla so it's the book isn't closed on a jane foster for so, sure and she's you know, definitely gotten a huge push in yeah. the comics so why not jane foster
2: yeah and i mean you know taking it a step further um i know that one of the issues like for instance if if four Odinson was Jewish, that might cause some issues yes. in being a god of a different sort, you know, um, mm-hmm. in a different pantheon. But I think it's interesting to have a Jewish person who, um, you know, whose faith in, in a certain kind of way is, yes. is, is uh, tested um, by the, the notion of there being this other godly pantheon and, and having to um, get
0: the powers of a god um so yes but on top of that adding like another layer mm -hmm. there's the whole cancer of it all um i'm sure you know cancer is a very big thing and that's something that could alter someone's outlook on life and whether spirituality is a higher power yeah and Mm -hmm. there's spirituality um that is something that i've definitely you know connected with um as a jewish person uh um who's you know had cancer been present in their life um so you know it's it's a very it's very interesting um right so yeah
2: and you know of course jane foster's a doctor and you know i mean i "I... (laughs) you know i'm sure her parents are very proud there (laughs) are there are aren't there Wow. (laughs) I'm sure her parents are very proud, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're a little upset that she didn't find a nice Jewish boy to settle down with. She only found a God, (laughs) a Norse God, a Norse God. (laughs) But uh, no, I mean, I think that there, I think there's, there are definitely ways that, you know, in canon, um, you know, the idea of Jane Foster being even, you know, a non-practicing Jewish uh, person, um, could easily be incorporated into the character without yeah. upsetting the apple cart too much, and it would add, you know, additional layers to her story.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: like you said, you know, Natalie Portman has already played the role; she's already the Jane in a lot of people's mind. Yeah, even before she was Jane Thor, um, bringing her back um, from the dead to be a Valkyrie—you know—a little bit tricky because you know the Valkyrie that we already have doesn't have a a name. Right. <laughs> except Val but I mean you know you know obviously we've seen it in the comics Jane coming back from the dead and becoming a Valkyrie Um, if they ever decided to go that route in live action it's open for them but you know I think that like I said I think canonizing this idea of Jewish Jane Foster really fits and and um, you know makes the character better Um, Carlos you have any thoughts about that
3: no, I think that uh Jane Foster in the 12th round is is a is a steal. You you got a Thor in the 12th round. So uh someone who shows up all the time. And obviously the people know about Jane Foster because that movie was widely seen. <laughs> yeah,
2: widely seen. Widely people seen, saw like, it. People, people, people saw that. People, people saw that movie. They, they definitely they, saw it. Yeah. They had um, yeah. people had thoughts they had it no, mov- son
0: <laughs> it is a movie and it exists and mm-hmm. we can all agree that it is a movie and yes correct
3: exists. i'm yeah. actually curious who were who was the one who was the other person you wanted to draft
0: it was the person i drafted next
2: okay oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to it that's what we'll call a tease that's i nursing. see i see i see um but yes yeah, uh in terms of the approval uh for the pick uh 85 no sorry 87.6% approval rating uh, for Jewish Jane Foster, and actually 93.8% approval rating for the casting.
0: Um, I'll be honest, so- that one did surprise me. I thought there was more of like a... You know, I, I, I thought people didn't like Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. I never had anything wrong with her, but I I think like- people
2: thought that she was underused. You know, I think people thought that she didn't have anything to do pre-Love and Thunder. And I think that's why so many people were psyched about her being in Love and Thunder because they were like, hey, Jane's gonna do a thing, you know. But I
0: I, I guess I just have a had had a different view of things. Um but yeah, yeah, I guess Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, she went to Harvard, Natalie Portman.
2: Yeah, (laughs) you know. So yeah, great pick, big fan. Um, And, you know, it's it's always good when the people approve, because that doesn't always happen. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a transition? I think it is. Uh (laughs) Actually not, because the next pick uh, from the Black delegation was Nubia. Um, Shocking. Shocking. that (laughs) that, uh, The Black delegation saw fit to uh, get a Nubian princess or Nubian queen. So, sorry, Nubian Queen of the of the currently in the comics in the in the, the Amazons, um, and uh, didn't get a fan cast there. But I mean, pick someone. Yeah. Um, but this was the shocking part: only eighty-six point nine percent approval rating, eighty-two point six strongly approve, four point three somewhat approve, eight point seven somewhat disapprove, and four point three percent uh you know hoteps probably <laughs> <laughs> probably they're like the females <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know i, I mean i, the I Roma- can't yeah. imagine
3: the, the the strongly disapproves are too busy tweeting pizza boxes in romania
2: exactly so, yeah yeah shut up yeah andrew tate is like strongly approved strongly, disapprove, strongly disapprove. disapproved strongly yeah, disapproved disapproved <laughs> yeah um from his cell yes <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, c- couldn't imagine another delegation having Nubia and uh, she's where she belongs uh, in, in the racial draft. But uh, just for this season, because this is only for the season draft, uh, we will move on because there's not a lot to say about uh, Black Nubia. I will now- say
3: that last season was a great time to have Nubia when like Wonder Woman was going through like the anniversary stuff. Mm mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'm not questioning whether it was a good pick. I'm literally saying, I don't know if that has kept up or not. Like Nubia had a book. I don't know if Nubia's book's still going. I'm I, out think of I think she's, I think she's
2: doing stuff with the Justice League right now. Okay. Um, but not, not oh. currently. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought we'd be joined by Randy. We might Randy
3: jumped in and jumped out in a second. He's like, Nubia, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be
2: right back. <laughs> But uh, this gives us. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back to Nubia when Randy joins us. Uh, this pick is this pick. I actually liked. I, I've that's one. This is the multiracial delegation. Uh, they drafted low key, uh, multiracial low key. I think um, I've. This is this is a character that I've kicked around as being multiracial for a little while. Uh, you know, not just because he's the trickster, um, <laughs> but I mean, there's an element. I mean. He, Technically speaking, he's he's a little multiracial because he's half frost giant right. and you know half Asgardian. But I mean, presumably you could say that he should potentially be a little white passing, so that the it's plausible that he doesn't know he's adopted, but he's also a shapeshifter. Um, right. So like the idea of loki being multiracial and having um you know kind of like a mixed heritage that he has to reckon with like that's an easy thing to bring to bear in loki stories for sure. Randy, we've been joined by Randy. We were just talking about Nubia. Randy, uh
1: um happy new year to everybody. <laughs> I kind of just you know I'm hoping like my reception and stuff is still working but
2: no, you're you're well. Oh, he we spoke too <laughs> soon. We spoke too soon. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes. Don't worry. We'll we'll do our best. If you start glitching glitching on us, but we were we were talking about uh uh Nubia her current status quo in the comics. I know you're one of the the major DC readers uh, in in our group. Uh, what's what you doing nowadays other than uh, leading the Amazons?
1: I mean, they they just recently did a celebration where she's like uh, teamed up with with the Justice League. Like it was it's a one shot, but she she has these kind of adventures with um, Green Arrow, Black Canary, and them, and like just sort of gets along with everybody. And and you know, I mean, it's it, it's not really I, it doesn't give me the impression that oh they're gonna add her to the main roster. But you know, it's nice seeing it. Now that she's there, and, and they're you know kind of acknowledging that she's there,
2: got it. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize it was a one shot. I thought it might have been kind of like a mini, but um, yeah. I mean, she's she she pops up in the in the in the Wonder Woman mythos, so, mm-hmm. and you know, people love her. She's a very popular character, and um, trying to think, her her book her book ended right or yeah.
1: Yeah, she she doesn't currently have, um, but I mean, she's had like minis and stuff like that. But currently right now, I don't believe her, her solo stuff is going.
2: Yeah, I think she's had a strong year, though, in terms of establishing her as a three-dimensional character and making her a mainstay among the other Amazons and not as kind of like a knockoff Diana, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were worried that that's all she was ever going to be. Um, I think they've done a really good job of fleshing her out and making her feel like her own character. Agreed. Yeah. But uh yeah, we we're we're talking about multiracial low-key now. Um, do you have any thoughts about multiracial low-key?
1: I mean, I I feel like it, it would be, you know, it, it wouldn't be too difficult to sort of imagine because I believe that like there there's a history anyway with uh I, I forget which. Deity, it might have actually been Loki himself, but like one of them in in the actual Norse mythology was like they had a child with um a, a giantess or something like that, and like you know so so they've kind of had a, a sort of multiracial thing going on there anyway that you could sort of explain even if it didn't necessarily correlate to human races.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know, Loki being a shapeshifter, mm-hmm. um, you know, means that he could. Mixing with a lot of different communities and kind of be, you know, a lot of different um mythologies have trickster gods. Um, yeah. it would be kind of cool if Loki was actually, you know, some of the trickster gods in other in other pantheons, like just in yeah. his shapeshifter shapeshifter form. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, one more thing, obviously, we didn't get a we didn't get a fan cast. Um, probably because it's going to be hard uh, for a fan cast to overtake Hiddleston. Um, that's one of the limitations of the multiracial Loki being able, you know, having some some casting that would would allow people to push Hiddleston out of their top of mind in terms of who they see when they think of Loki. But you know, maybe maybe they just want to wait till things settle down a little bit and uh, (laughs) not not try to have those problems i guess
1: i mean i i don't think it it would be it it shouldn't be too far out of mind because he literally uh recently married uh, a black wife and their their little loki jr is going (laughs) to be multiracial so
3: you
2: well, know. you're talking about Hilson, yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. It's, it's, oh yeah, I it's forgot not, he's. Did. Um, yeah, I forgot he's dating. Um No, no, they married and oh. they have a child.
1: I believe either the child is on the way or has happened by now. So, yeah.
2: All right, okay. So, Loki's already proven to be down with the swirl. Is what what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: they
3: are engaged, according to Wikipedia.
2: Okay. Um, okay,
1: well, somewhere in the marriage process, you get uh-huh, my point. <laughs>
3: uh-huh,
1: uh-huh.
2: So, yeah, the people gave it a 77.3% approval, with all 773 strongly approving, 136 uh, somewhat disapproving, and 9.1% racist. Yeah? Hate to see it. Hate to see it. That brings us to another defensive pick, uh, the east southeast asian delegation uh they drafted hazmat now i got to be honest uh i know hazmat i mean i read the captain marvel books so she pops up in there from time to time um i don't really think that she's got a lot else going on as a solo character um nope. was she was she in avengers academy is that where yeah, she 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 was uh,
1: in avengers academy and then like they had a couple of other you know, subsequent, uh, titles tied to that. And I believe that's kind of, you know, after that, she sort of just made the jump over to the Captain Marvel title. I don't recall seeing her in anything else.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know where, if she were to, you know, not be in the Captain Marvel books where she might potentially pop up beyond that. Um, so that does limit her upside I don't think that she'll be showing up in live action anytime soon. Um, they did uh, submit, Charlene did submit a fan casting. Uh, Suzu Hiroi, uh, whose work, oh, sorry, Suzu Hirose. Um I'm not familiar with her work, uh, but she was submit as the, submitted as the fan cast. Uh, currently, actually, no, not currently, the final results, uh, 81, 0.8% approval rating with 72.7 strongly approve and 9.1 somewhat approve and 18.2 somewhat disapprove. No racism for uh, hazmat staying East Asian um, sucks to be the 18.2. I gotta admit, but um, an 80% approval rating for the fan cast. So good on them uh, for the for the fan cast, but. Yeah, it's it's always shocking when people are like, "This character of color is staying this their their ethnicity," and I strongly disapprove of that. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> silly! <laughs> How dare they? How dare they?
1: <laughs> it's it's clear that that they thought, um, as is often the, the case, that uh, that she would have been better portrayed by a white woman. Like call up, call up Scarlett Johansson.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Give us somebody who can really sell the role.
2: Yes, <laughs> that's, that's right. We, we always forget about Scarlett. Um, that brings us to the white delegation, right on time to do their. Uh, you know they haven't been doing too much whitewashing this time out, but this one, this one kind of hurt. Um, Terry McGinnis. Batman of the future son son of Bruce Wayne and an Asian lady (laughs) (laughs) but white delegation claimed him so by by conjecture you know by extension uh whitewashing Terry McGinnis's mother so we got we got we got all white Terry McGinnis how do you feel Randy how do you feel about uh futuristic whitewash I mean,
1: like, we we kind of always get um, these sort of, like, futuristic, I don't know, it, it, like, it's it's kind of funny, it just reminds me of sort of these arguments that, like, um, everybody's going to be kind of multiracial in the future, like, there will be nobody who's just straight up black or straight up white or whatever, but then you still see, like, in the future a whole lot of, like, white people. you know know, like you see you you hear that that sort of argument but you you see a lot of like it's white people and then you know kind of some light-skinned folks but mostly white people so
2: yeah I mean in their defense they're not that far into the future so maybe uh you know the 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 uh whatever post-apocalyptic world uh led to everyone intermingling <laughs> has, has it happened yet <laughs> it's it's,
3: it's just that nick cannon has infiltrated <laughs> the entire gene pool
2: that's all it is exactly you, you 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 project out far enough nick cannon's blood is in everyone like
1: he's <laughs> <laughs> the new genghis khan
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like genghis khan and charlemagne before him nick cannon
2: Oh man, it'll be all it'll be uh jokes on us when there's some kind of like uh earth shattering virus and only people with Nick Cannon's blood (laughs) (laughs) are immune to the virus. (laughs)
1: I'm I'm just like imagining now, a few years in the future, Nick Cannon is just sitting at the top of like a mountain somewhere and he cried because there were no more women left to.
2: Oh, oh, man. yeah but uh but that yeah the people uh you know they did their thing 68.5 no sorry 69.3 uh percent approval rating for uh white terry mcginnis um nice mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> um 30.8 strongly approve 38 point five somewhat approve 15.4 somewhat disapprove, and 15.4 Nick Cannon um, <laughs> so uh that's a uh, white Terry McGinnis
3: I just picture Nick Cannon doing like he who remains being like, <laughs> just be like see you soon real ominously it's like yeah you probably will
2: <laughs> oh man uh, this 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 pick was interesting because I I like the pick, but then I kind of don't. Uh, the South Asian delegation uh, drafted Maria Hill. Um, I um, I like Maria Hill as a character. I don't think she's in as much nowadays as she was at sort of the high point when Shield was a thing, mm-hmm. because Shield really isn't a thing. She just kind of sporadically appeal appears. I know that um she's plays a a prominent role in the scrolls book
1: the secret invasion yeah Mm
2: -hmm. well no i mean i think there's a is it called secret invasion i think i think there's yeah okay Um, oh yeah and then of course the secret invasion show which she may or may not be uh, revealed to be a scroll in um (laughs) but um yeah, I mean that that's this is a character that has somewhat been whitewashed in live action. Um, because I believe Marie Hill is supposed to be at least somewhat um Latina.
3: Oh, is that right? I just assumed that was never a thing because Kobe Smulders. Right. You know, um, but
2: they yeah, weren't even trying. No, they, they were like, nope. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs>
1: I don't I don't remember that. Where, did, did, like where who who, who are her people what do you, <laughs> you say like she's latina where did you are you asking that?
3: where she's from randy she's american <laughs> no, I'm right i'm
1: saying where, where did amazing. y'all get that from like
2: i do, mean do I, they say that in
1: comics somewhere or
2: i think so yeah i think it's one of those catwoman deals where it's like uh yeah cuban sure oh she's <laughs> from <Chicago. laughs> maria hill maria hill's from chicago i didn't know that And you know, she's been animated to have brown skin um, Hmm. on in one of the, and I think it was Earth, maybe it wasn't Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but it was one of the, uh, you know, Marvel.
0: Having seen Earth's Mightiest Heroes, she definitely, definitely not white. Um, Hmm. Interesting.
2: so yeah, I mean, in that respect, the South Asian delegation is like, look, she, she a little brown. she a little brown. We can we, 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 we get, we get in there. We can get in there. Um, I just,
3: you know what? I always assumed she was like of like Eastern European. Really? Like Maria being a name that you see like Romanian women are named Maria, you know, things like that, or even mm-hmm. Italian, you know, like Maria is not a specifically true. That next name, but but i, I mean it,
1: that that know? that also would explain why they whitewashed her because they
2: whitewashed <laughs> <and Pedro> <laughs> <too>. <laughs> yeah but um yeah i mean she's you know she can be she can be brown there's um you know the, the okay, fact fine. that she grows up
1: so, so, so go ahead you, no i was saying so you made the argument that she's brown so next time i'm gonna have to like I'm gonna have to snatch her up and be like, okay, well, she's the cousin of Lauren Hill. Uh, <laughs> she, is, she she has melanin.
3: Enjoy. Yeah. She's also famously late to all of the
2: <laughs> that's, why, that's, that's, how, that's why she always escapes. That's why she always escapes when Shield gets attacked. She's Maria <laughs> Hill's running late. Um
3: she just wasn't feeling it today. Maria Hill. <laughs>
2: uh yes. Killing killing us softly. Um seriously the worst concert i've ever been to like, the, what the, the hell
1: education of maria hill <laughs> yes you're welcome the, the, the title of this podcast yes
2: that's a leading that is a leading candidate that's a good one <laughs> um but yeah let me go ahead and find out what the people thought in terms of the approval rating uh oh and there was also a fan cast which hmm. well before that i'll talk about the approval rating for uh south asian maria hill we're 81.8% approval for South Asian Maria Hill. 59.1% strongly approved, 227 somewhat approve. 9.1% somewhat disapproved, and 9.1% racist. As for their fan cast, I don't, if I, I don't know if I'm feeling it. Priyanka Chopra Jonas as a Maria Hill. I know she was on that one show uh, where she played a spy. Um, Why well, can't I remember the name of the show? Um, which I did watch. I promise. Uh, um, we Quantico. Quantico. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I was too busy looking at her. Um, but um, I, I guess I guess I could see it. But I feel like she could do so much more than just be Nick Fury's right hand person. But uh, we got some approval for that, but not enough. Not enough. Seventy-two point eight. Percent approval rating for the casting so uh there you go um 45.5 strongly approved 27.3 somewhat approve, 9.1 somewhat disapproved 18.2 percent jonas i don't know um, <laughs> <laughs> this pick i had high hopes for this pick um but we didn't get backstory so not my high hopes didn't uh didn't get, didn't uh, re- result in anything, and that's the Native American de- delegation drafting with their twelfth round pick, Groot. Um, I <laughs> obviously it had been established uh, previously that Groot is uh, Puerto Rican. Yep. Uh, uh, Carlos, would you like? How would you like to address uh, Groot's uh, roots? uh going further back than um puerto rico
3: well i mean the, you know the thing with the native american delegation <laughs> it is something of a cheat code that they were able to just kind of be like mayan or taino <laughs> or incan you know like it's it's one of those things it's just kind of the way it works um so the the way that group is puerto rican also definitely lends itself to taino uh roots as well um yeah. is and that where is that where uh we're going here i don't know i have no right. idea
2: yeah i mean i think that there's a way i mean not to do toriana's work for him but you know i think there's a way to say that the the, the same uh species of people who live on the planet that Groot is from uh also uh, had branch branches i'm gonna keep, branches. <laughs> keep doing these uh these puns until you react damn it <laughs> <laughs> branched out um uh on earth and you know maybe there were some some, groups, they, some... they
1: sold their wild roots their yeah. wild oats or whatever
2: no i was just i was thinking that perhaps um we're not there are without doing any research, I'm sure there's an idea of a divine tree uh, or some kind of plant god that um, couldn't be kind of pointed to as uh, Groot having a r- relationship to and being part of that community so that when he comes to earth, um, you know, he reconnects with Again, his roots. <laughs> so,
3: uh, listen, with, keep with these up, and I'm going to leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with with no disrespect to the native people, my mind just keeps going back to the Pocahontas movie and Mother Willow.
4: <laughs>
1: like, I took, like as soon as they say, I'm like, wait, Mother Willow, is that what this mm-hmm. is descended from? From I the mean, old grandmother. So,
2: no proof. That if you hug, if you hook USB USB braids uh, to group, um whether you could be reborn as a blue cat person? No, we're not sure that that could happen. I,
1: I said, I said, <laughs> Mother Willow, not Awa from from the the Avatar movie. Man,
3: I mean, I see. I think that Mother Willow, that Avatar tree, Fern <laughs> Gully, like. <laughs> It's all there. It's yeah, it's almost it's almost I mean, offensive. Like the Lord, of, <laughs> listen, the draft group, the the,
2: the 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 people from Lord of the Rings, the the tree people, the tree in, people in Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's all it's all part of the same tree of life. I think, you know. Yeah. So yeah, Native American group. Unfortunately, though, the people had other ideas. Uh, they, uh, yeah, they snapped um, they
4: snapped.
1: <laughs> um oh, their bite was as big as <laughs> his, yeah. his plans did not come to fruition oh boy
2: <laughs> so yeah 61 oh sorry uh 71.4 percent approval uh, 61.9 strongly approve, 9.5 somewhat approve, 19% somewhat disapprove, and 9.5% termite? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> lumberjack. Yeah. Uh, Timber to his plans. Um, <laughs> but that brings us to the Jewish delegation, second pick of the round. Uh, maybe my favorite pick of the round. Um, only because I thought this character should have been drafted multiple rounds before. Uh, Dinah Laurel Lance, the Black Canary. Jarrett, tell us about Jewish Black Canary.
0: Yeah, I mean that's mainly why I drafted her. Like I was shocked that she made it into the twelfth round, and you know this was the last round. Um. So yeah, but also back to i had said before that this was a role. This was a character that I had wanted to draft my previous pick in the round. Um, And, you know, I had so many of my casting choices are reliant so heavily upon the fan cast. Mm. Um, And, you know, I, I thought I was all set to go um, because. Mm
2: -hmm. till I put the the veto on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) so black canary uh in her most recent live action appearance back in a uh, harley quinn and the long title movie um <laughs> she was uh portrayed by a jewish actress, a a a, a bluish actress <laughs> she she refers zoe to
3: saldana <laughs> a
2: bluish actress
0: um uh, journey smollett is uh
2: half black. I'm, I'm sorry no 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 journey smollett, smollett.
0: <laughs> wait no it's not that no um, um, <laughs> she's half black half jewish and um i feel like journey smollett as Black Canary is is a is a casting choice that many fr- fans have gravitated towards for sure, to for sure. the yeah. black canary yes. when she was portrayed in the arrow show twice by also two jewish actresses um so there there is a precedent here
2: there's um, there's
0: definitely a precedent
2: for her being portrayed by jewish actresses yes, yes.
0: um but alas i couldn't yeah. capitalize on the journey smolay casting <laughs> um, so to imdb i went um typing away furiously uh imdb wikipedia jewish actresses who could conceivably play black canary preferably a blonde one preferably someone who knows uh martial arts krav maga um and I stumbled upon. Oh, am I stepping on your toes here? No, I go can, for it. I go for it. Um,
2: no, we can we can we can circle back to to the the character, but talk about the casting as well because we we were already talking about it.
0: Go ahead. So, Alona Tall. Uh, okay. She was. Where the, might I know her from? I I don't know. I I, I I'm not very <laughs> familiar with her. Um, I, I I could do a quick, IMDb. Um, no, it's okay. I
2: mean if 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 you don't have uh offhand. I
0: I, I got it. uh Broken City, Veronica Mars, uh Burn Notice, which I have seen. Um, but she was in the Israeli special force uh like defense something or other. Okay, cool, um, cool. So she could bring that to to the role you know she, yeah for sure too, too many times we see Atla uh, finn jones who's supposed to play iron, <laughs> iron fist not training like how yeah. great would it be mm-hmm. to already have an actress who is trained in the fighting style uh that the mm-hmm. character would use especially krav maga and his and his real so, fighting style
2: so my question is um is this an element that you would bring potentially to your Uh, vision of the character um you know the the black canary character um of her having kind of dual citizenship of being american and israeli uh, so that she could have the special forces background
0: well uh it's something that i was considering obviously we know black canary is the second in line of uh the black canary mantle Mm -hmm. um so i feel like it it's something that could be explored, um, but it, it wasn't it wasn't some it, it was something that came about once mm-hmm. I found the actress. It right. wasn't something that I was initially thinking. So it's uh, it's a route that I could pursue. I de- I definitely wanted to get someone closer in age range to um, our Green Arrow, uh, mm-hmm. Riz Ahmed. Um, and I believe they are the same age. Originally, I was trying to mine uh, Rizamed films uh, oh, okay. f- to to find uh, uh, a black canary, and unfortunately, Olivia Cook, who starred a, uh, alongside him in The Sound of Metal, is not Jewish. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that, that you know, that was just my thought process behind it all.
2: Yeah, I mean. Randy, or have you read a lot of Black Canary stuff? Uh yeah, I've I've read her
1: solo titles and and uh you know obviously her uh time in, in the recent Justice League title.
2: So there's nothing in her background that would conflict with her being Jewish, right? No,
1: no, no, no. She um I mean, in fact, she actually is not like naturally blonde. She, she naturally is brunette and she dyes her hair blonde. Um, okay. I don't know if they might like maybe retcon that or whatever, but she, you know, she's. I, I, don't, I can't, like, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that would conflict with that.
2: Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember. You guys have, have you we've all seen Watchmen here, right? Mm-hmm. The Silk, was her name Silk Spectre? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That's very much kind of based on Black Canary. Isn't that actress also Jewish, Malin Ackerman? Or am I- Oh, I don't know. That? She's Swedish. Oh, is she? Okay.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't mean
3: she's not Jewish. I just- I was don't...
0: about to say, like, are there no Jews in Sweden? There are two Silk Spectres.
3: Yeah, Carla Gugino is the older one, and then her daughter is Malin Ackerman.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was wondering- I couldn't re- remember if either the actress or the character was also Jewish.
3: She was raised as a Buddhist.
2: Okay. Well, there that, you go. I, a Swedish is,
3: Buddhist, you know.
2: So, uh, no, I apologize for the misinformation. But uh, like I said, I think I think it could totally work. A uh, Jewish black canary, and like you said, uh, actresses, other actresses that are Jewish have played her. Um, there, there was a. Wonky, there's all you know, CW is always kind of wonky with their mixing and matching of, of mythos, and um, you know, to the extent that Felicity Smoke uh was they beefed her up a little bit to make her more of a a, a lot,
0: a, <laughs> yeah, a and of lot. course, yeah, and of course,
2: Felicity is Jewish, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, like I think I, I don't think it. It takes anything away from the mythos to have uh, Dinah Lance be Jewish. And in fact, you know, incorporating the fact that she might have had special forces, you know, training in Israel um, before she came back, set up shop in the States, you know, just kind of bolsters her combat bona fides. So, yep. you Dinah know. Lance
0: is, is definitely one of those like nondescript characters that could really be anything if... Uh um yeah
2: yeah um so yeah the people the people uh, gave you 84.6% approval for that 69.2 strongly approve 15.4 somewhat approve 7.7 somewhat disapprove and 7.7 anti semitic journey Smollett fans <laughs> <laughs> look very very clear about very clear about the fact that You know, the multiracial delegation could have done that race bend. But, uh, you know, she's not brown in the books. Can't make her brown. (laughs) Can't make her brown under the auspices of the Jewish delegation.
3: She's not brown in the sheets of paper. She can't be brown in these streets of paper. Uh, It doesn't really work. I'm not a, I'm not a rapper. What can I say?
2: Uh, But the fan cast was, yeah, this, this is definitely where the journey fans uh, made them made their, their presence felt for sure because uh, 60, 68.8% almost nice Um, (laughs) 68.8% approval. 37.5 Uh, 37.5 strongly approve. 31.3 somewhat approve. 25% somewhat disapprove. And 6.3% anti-Semit. Anti-Semitic. anti-Semitic. Again, Kanye uh, Kanye West just banging uh, away at the keyboard.
0: Like I'm fine with that. Like self-admittedly, I don't know if this at like maybe this actress is terrible. Like I don't yeah. you know.
2: but she does look the part though. I, I'll give you that. Yeah. You, you you know you found a picture of her with a leather jacket. It was it was oh no, that was me. <laughs>
3: Have you ever seen the show? It was a terrible show, but I loved it. It was a the guilty pleasure show of the last 10 years for me. It was called Imposters.
2: No. It had it had
3: an it started an actress named uh In Inbar Lavi. She's Israeli. Yeah.
0: yeah. Inbar is like the it's like the Jessica of... Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: Yeah. well. Yeah, she would have oh, been... Oh,
0: she, she was on Lucifer.
3: She is on Lucifer. Right, right, right. She was Eve okay. on Lucifer.
0: Oh, and she was on Foud. Okay, I know who she is. Yeah. Um, She would have totally done it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I was definitely looking more for, like, the blot-like. Mm-hmm. Since with the 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 fan casting you real like someone could be perfect for the role but most of the times no one knows who they are so like yeah. you kind of got to like if you throw like a blonde actress like oh who, who like uh we,
1: we know how the fan discourse goes oh yeah. blonde black canary blonde it's the storm like, oh like, uh,
3: brian Cranston shaved his head for breaking bad he must be great like for lex Luthor. Luthor.
0: Yeah, john john krasinski kind of looks like mr fantastic and he has a wife he
3: if he has good. a beard only with a beard a and he has a, he has a wife
2: yep yep that that's how fan casts work, and that's why that's why we lose. That's why we lose. You know, honestly,
3: <laughs> the, the fan cast thing has been it with the proliferation of comic book uh, media. It's getting harder because you like if you don't go with the person that has already been cast or the person that Twitter has decided should be the person. It it's like. A fifty-fifty proposition.
0: Like, yes, I feel bad for whoever's going to be playing Mister Fantastic, Reed Richards, in these movies going forward. Though I, I do mean, the,
1: that. the Fantastic Four, um, yeah, they're going to have a really difficult time because it's like, okay, um, we are we're hoping. I don't know if we're going to expect that or, or or like you know, uh, we're supposed to have all four white people or you know are we gonna let the one brown person be the 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 thing <laughs> or mm-hmm. like who exactly are we gonna end up having as our as our uh, fantastic four so-
3: i almost feel like at this point they have to go either with a complete like way out of like when they, when it started coming out like there were rumors that they were gonna go like all latino fantastic mm-hmm. four it's like Wow. Didn't see that coming. Although as soon as I heard those rumors, like this is either not true or they're aliens um, because that's just how we roll. Um, But, but it's either got to be something completely out of left field like that, or it's got to be someone that the internet loves. And I'm thinking like specifically, like, it's got to be like, like Henry Cavill has to be Reed Richards. You know, it's just got to be something like where fans are gonna be like, okay, I like that he's winning. Because, yeah, for some reason I mean, I'm invested in this like sports. And yeah, but it I mean,
2: I think that, I think that yes, but not really because, you know, because we don't really know the direction that they're coming from with the sure. Fantastic Four. I think they have a little bit more leeway. Um, like we still don't know whether they're going to go with like
0: older people or younger people.
3: We know nothing. Just we know real, nothing.
0: Just real quick. You know what I would, l- like, actually love? If they had Jonathan Majors pulling double duty as, like... As Reed? Um, yeah. <laughs> I No? I mean, the
2: internet does love Jonathan Majors. I, um, I
1: strange. I, I, look, I, that's not the route that I would go, but the laugh, I would laugh from before... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it. Well, I mean, if he if he is playing
3: if he is playing a descendant of Reed Richards, like it, that, it, it, it does track, thinking. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: If, if they go that route, if they say, "Oh, Pang is Nathaniel Richards, and Nathaniel Richards is a descendant of Reed Richards," and really play that yeah. up, <gasps>
2: yeah. I mean they 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 wouldn't even have to say they wouldn't even have to say descendant. I mean, you know, they can play hard and fast. They've done it before with yeah. lineage. They could just say he's his brother, you know, mm-hmm. like in a different in a different timeline you know but that would be bold that would because jonathan majors will be cashing all the checks at that point you know he's because he's already got the kang stuff where he's going to be the main character the main big bad and then he. well
1: well let me uh, if if that does happen, I just want to forewarn everyone in my social circle. I am never going to shut up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also that means I, I say get
3: real weird. Like let's just let's go with the entire cast of the Five Bloods should just be in this. Like the living cast obviously. <laughs> yeah, sure. And like Reed Richards should be Delroy Lindo. Why not? That'd be amazing. Well, remember played. Delroy's in
2: Blade though. He's going to be playing pr- ostensibly Blade's mentor. Um
3: okay uh we'll go with the we'll we'll go with blade is coming out sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i i do think i do think that um rj seiler like i mean if we're going from like oh they they have shared casting on the screen before like his his co-star on the harder they fall rj seiler i've i've been you know kind of saying that he should probably play iron lab like i feel like they're they're not gonna go or you know, some random person. Why not? Why not have see, to be like a version of Kang?
2: I don't know whether we need Iron Lad. I'm I'm a pretty I'm, strong, I'm a pretty strong anti-Iron lad too. person. Um <laughs> I just don't his only meaning is that he he grows up to be Kang. Yes.
4: Like that's
2: that's all he really, that's his only purpose. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs>
1: and i'm okay with that i just like i said I, I i don't i'm not expecting him to be like oh yeah he's going to lead the whatever team i just i feel like if if you're going to have him sort of like that that character seated throughout the universe the the multiverse now why not just have fun with it
4: like yeah, I, I still
2: mean, like my idea of Riri being a kang variant you know well,
1: that like yeah, i sorry
2: (laughs) that one
1: one upsets my stomach I don't like that um I feel like if if anything though I do feel like I I think I may have said it on um on the timeline I do think that she might be like rather than have Reed Richards be the ancestor I feel like if she was the ancestor that would be cool but to have her be a variant I it that doesn't sit right with me you
3: know what would be really cool is if in Quantumania, and we're off on a wild tangent here, in Quantumania, if Kang gives his origin story to Scott and it's completely different than what he who remains gave to hmm. Loki... And it's just like oh we have no idea where this guy's from we know nothing about this guy like we thought he was from i forget which century at the 24th mm-hmm. century or something he says he's from in I, I would
1: be perfectly fine with him just like i mean because we get very we're getting variants of the character anyway so like yes that that sounds amazing you just sort of get like it doesn't hey. matter what whatever version in the uh, in the multiverse he just it somehow ends up in evil genius trying to take over everything
3: Kang goes up to uh Scott is like you want to know how I got these scars (laughs) (laughs) right that's (laughs) immediately
2: what I thought of when you said that
3: but like I mean so what I'm saying is like if the story is you know different he could be Riri's son he could be you know like it could be it doesn't yeah. have to be something that's hundreds of years down the line it could be something sure. that's very intimate to characters that we know now
2: yeah i mean oh. but the, re- i mean the reason the reason i went the reason i suggest and i know i know what you mean randy in terms of it feeling a little um you know not great to have that be um you know how we associate riri mm-hmm. but you know one aspect of the Riri character in the comics that doesn't really get touched on too much is that someone once said that she's destined to be a supervillain
1: oh Um, absolutely like I mean she currently I I don't know if y'all are reading Iron Man right now like the the Iron Man title just ended uh Cantwell is writing it like Mm -hmm. she literally just got her hands on the Mandarin's rings like not not the 10 rings from like Shang-Chi like the mandarins the, the, the rings yeah those Like <laughs> she literally just got her hands on those and she's just kind of playing around with them trying to see if she can find some you know better more sort of holistic uses for it so I absolutely can understand the the, the rationale behind like fearing that she's going to turn into this evil uh, uh person
2: right and you know and like I said before if we if you know the the essence of Iron Lad is, oh no, I might turn into Kang. That's awful. Now I'm going to join the Young <laughs> Avengers to prevent that from happening. Like that—that's just close enough to the conflict that Iron has, and, and she's also an iron-based, um, iron—you know—an iron-based armor genius character. Like you don't—you don't really need to to muddle things up with another one, if, if you can help it, but, but I hear it. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it plays out, but, but pulling it back to the draft since Oof. we're, we're still, we've got a lot of picks to plow through. <laughs> but, um, this one's easy uh, defensive pick, the Swana Mena delegation, Talia Al Ghul, like obviously. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. But uh, the people, uh, you know, Barely, barely approved at the appropriate level 75.1% approval, 688 uh, strongly approve, 6.3% somewhat approve, 125 somewhat disapprove, and 125 uh Bruce Wayne. Um, <laughs> very, very upset. What? You're not white? Oh no, sorry, not Bruce Wayne. Uh, Christopher <laughs> Nolan, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan was shocked Shocked to find out that Talia Al Ghul was Was was, a Southwest Asian Um, So yeah And that brings us to the final The mystery Irrelevant Of This season's racial Draft Another character that was surprised fell this far Nathan Day Spring Summers Cable Man from the future, older than his dad, um, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, Polynesian Cable, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, Polynesian Cyclops is also uh, represented uh, in the Polynesian delegation. So from that sense, it's it's there. Randy, uh, as the delegation has the mother of Cable, how do you feel about losing cable uh to the polynesian uh,
1: as as uh as the resident cable hater <laughs> i feel like i didn't realize you're a cable hater wait we got to talk I, about this why look, you hate cable I, see see my my original frustration was i felt like he just was too kind of cartoonishly 90s and then when i actually ended up going back and i like um for uh the, the New Mutants comic, uh, the New Mutants movie that was coming out, I was like, I'm going to go back and try to read the New Mutants, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just sort of binge read that and enjoy it and, and kind of be caught up and, and have it synergized with the release of the movie. I went. I read the whole New Mutants run. The last, like, I want to say seven-ish to ten-ish issues was Cable's Tomfoolery just kind of barging in on the the goodness of that story and like it put me off so bad I was like I'm not even gonna touch X-Force right now just just F him the whole everything tied to him I'm
2: good on him
1: I don't want to hear about
2: him Anymore. Now was <laughs> so, Rob Liefeld involved in any of this stuff he that you were. Heavily involved
1: is, is what I want to say.
2: I'm, I'm yeah, not good. that's that's <laughs> a Rob Liefeld problem. That's not a cable problem. Randy.
1: I personally I'm not amused with sort of the mm-hmm. hyper macho-ness of it all and the, the very heavily caked on nineties nonsense. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Rob Liefeld is like
3: it's like comics for people who didn't realize that like the original Predator was a satire of, <laughs> yes. of machismo, you know,
2: Reagan era machismo.
3: Right. Uh, it right. really is that. It really is yeah. that.
2: Or like people who who think that Starship Troopers is on the level. You know oh my I mean? god! Yeah. <laughs> right.
3: Exactly. It,
1: it just to me Cable is not somebody who ever like it, it. He's sort of, sort of the the the. I guess uh, Rob Liefeld writing Cable was sort of like Zack Snyder, (laughs) like Zack Snyder, pre-Zack Snyder. Sure. Writing like X-Men. Oh, yeah. But no, that's not, you know, the harsh reality. They're not coping with the harsh reality. Like,
3: shut up. Go away. Have you ever seen the video of Todd McFarlane and, and Rob Liefeld drawing Overkill from Spawn? and and stan lee is watching them and he's just asking them questions and they're like and he's basically just like this is stupid like what are you guys doing like how many pouches does someone need and why does he have this and why is and, his gun six feet tall I don't and know they're, they're just like and they're basically just like because it looks cool it's cool it's so cool we're gonna draw chain hey oh uh, they're cool oh <laughs> well,
2: listen these are all valid critiques but cable has has actually been fleshed out quite a bit no, i mean I'm, you know? I'm i'm not saying i'm not
1: saying that he hasn't been fleshed out i realize that he you know uh, uh what's his face is obviously not the only person ever to have a uh, uh, portrayed cable but just that introduction to the character and it is just something that he represents that i i can't I can't <laughs> but, this is,
2: but but here's the thing and that's the power of the racial draft when you when you bring a character into the fold you get the opportunity to tweak the character and make them a little bit less than the trash so true, that you might think that they are
1: true, true. <laughs> but but conversely some characters require a bit more effort in that than others like say for example I, I could kind of you know I don't love Guy Gardner either but I feel like there would be an easier effort there than all of what's going on with Nathan Dayspring Ascani, Ascani son, son. blah 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 the yada
4: chosen yada. one yeah
1: exactly right and he's a chosen one which is another one of the <laughs> the tropes that I hate so yeah that's yeah I'm I'm good on him
2: alright it, well
0: it, if it go went, ahead Jared if it weren't for Polynesian Scott Summers, I would have one hundred percent scooped up this messiah <laughs> born <laughs> to defeat the Egyptian apocalypse, who is drawn to look exactly like Ron Perlman. <laughs> okay, and and, and, would and been...
1: I would have one hundred percent been persuaded by that.
0: <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Randy. Um, and
3: I would have taken strife <laughs> and just been like, "Deal with it." I don't know what to even tell you. Just deal with it. His clone is Latino.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, for one, uh, you know, again, we we really need some of these backstories from Tomatee because, you know, a Samoan chosen one, um, like you could maybe do some cool stuff with the with the arm, um, the cyborg arm, potentially having, you know, having the tattoos on it or the tattoo design on it. Like I think that like, uh, I should have mentioned the fan cast of uh, Samoan actor, Robbie Magasiva as Cable. Like he definitely, you know, you put a little silver in his hair, he, he definitely has the stature and the facial structure of a Cable. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm here for it even if the people are not because I should have mentioned a 70% approval rating for Polynesian Cable. And a uh, 70, no, sorry, 69.3% approval rating for the fan cast. Um, you know, people didn't open their minds up to uh to Polynesian cable. And uh, body
1: slide by zero. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm looking at a Rob Liefeld cover of a 2021 comic, X Force Kill Shot Anniversary Special, number one, and it's It's um, I can't even think of what the name of the character is. Uh, he's got sword.
1: Is it the guy that's in red or something like that? He's he's
3: got like he's he's got like the headgear, the random '90s headgear. Well,
1: well, I'm saying because he he recently made Shatterstar.
3: Shatterstar. Okay, Uh, it's got cable and Shatterstar on the cover, and I I am not joking. He copied and pasted the face. It is <laughs> the exact same he, head. He
1: is known for doing his same face. Yes, it's he does. that. crazy. Like, yeah.
2: I just don't understand how you get away with this. Like, like you...
1: oh, 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 oh.
2: And distracted here, here, by the big guns here, in the pouches. Well.
1: Here, here is more to, to my list of, <laughs> of cable gripe. The the latest sin <laughs> that Rob Lightfield has committed uh, to, to uh, via cable is that he created a new character? I believe his name is Major X or Major something like that,
4: mm-hmm. and
1: made the character the son of Cable and Storm. Oh no! Oh no! Right, exactly. <laughs> right, that's exactly what I was like. I just was aghast when I figured out, like, because <laughs> I already knew, I already knew that Rob Liefield was on some foolery. He's, 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 that's his tendency and that's his business. I typically I am fine with trolling and like leave people in their corner, but like that that felt like a lot. <laughs> I'm like, no, mm. that's the final straw I felt
2: like violence.
1: <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> it's really no, funny because was... my, my cable's usually shoddy during a storm. It's pretty <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: nice. like, that that was nice. that was that was trolling. That, that's trolling no that was yeah.
2: trolling. Their son, their son named Fios. Um <laughs> <laughs> file summers um so yeah there that was it that was the 12th round um mr irrelevant cable which is as mr irrelevant's go that's that's a pretty strong final pick pretty good in the the draft but um that brings us to the dynasty draft throw up your diamonds for the dynasty
3: wait Um, real quick can i can i ask the group uh who didn't get drafted that you thought would is that is that okay to ask right now? Like now yeah, that the official sure. draft is over? Is there are there any names or like, wow, they didn't get drafted?
1: Well, um, I mean, for for me, it was more just like um seeing who ended up like not getting drafted by the, you know, like they who kind of ended up getting drafted by the end, like when Black Canary got drafted, I was like, oh snap, she I thought <laughs> she got picked by now. You know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of you know off on my own thing. I was like, oh wait, she she got she just got picked. Oh, okay. Well cool.
2: Yeah, I I was keeping my own list of like you know, fantasy drafting for other people and being like,
0: You should be drafting Black Canary. Damn it <laughs> <laughs> um I was shocked that Jon Stewart yes. did so and that's yeah. only now been
2: drafted yeah yeah Uh, jumping ahead but
0: yeah Yeah, sorry um
3: (laughs) i was i was surprised um in two x-men characters i was surprised uh emma frost and Mm -hmm. apocalypse were not taken
2: i mean apocalypse is tricky because in comics he's just kind of mia right now sure um and you know who knows when he'll show up in any other media
1: I mean, if you you can ask Michael this this last um this last round, I was like stuck between like five characters. I was like, I don't know who the heck I want to pick. I I almost got um I, I'm trying to think, Dreamer. I was thinking about I was thinking about Dreamer, maybe Starfire, maybe Emma Frost. <laughs> like Starfire's <laughs>
2: been Starfire's Starfire gone. Yeah, yeah, but uh by the he's wrong... white. Yeah, yeah, white Starfire. <laughs> It's like the only if if you've only watched the Teen Titans cartoon or Teen Titans Go, that's the only way that Starfire can be white. Right, because, right. And I was cause... thinking,
1: I was like, okay, well, am I gonna get Donna Troy? Maybe like, because you know, I think that was when you got uh, that was when Carlos got Sam Wilson. I was like, mm. I wanna choose somebody Latina instead. Ha ha. Let me see if I can <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe I'm gonna get like Yara Flora or somebody, but then I was like, okay, Yara's kind of mm, her her record isn't really all that great right now. She kinda shows up and kinda doesn't. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll I'll pick, you know, my person. But
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was surprised that that the only Green Lantern that got picked was Jessica Cruz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Typically, typically. Then uh, we've talked about this before, the Green Lanterns are like their own kind of representation where they're like, Ever, you get a lantern, you get a lantern. Yeah. You know, like,
3: <laughs> yeah, they're almost like the Captain Planet. Like, you know, it's like, ah, it's the United Nations of ring bearers.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like someone sitting in the DC offices they're like, oh, so this group is complaining that they don't have Representation <laughs> in the DC Universe. Uh, can we create a new Lantern? Because uh,
1: that's easy. <laughs> I mean, on on that subject, I'm I'm still kind of like hoping that they will. Uh, uh, because because we sort of got a, a. I'll I'll bring up Tom Kalmaku I think his name is an up character who I, you know, I believe I've mentioned him before, but. Uh he has this really racist name that that folks know him by uh which is i believe is pie face or something like that which is like jesus yeah and so you know he he is a character that has ties to hal jordan and um i believe he even showed up in the 2011 green lantern movie i want to say played by taika waititi yeah is it taika Okay. So so yeah, he he did show up. So that character, um, I don't know whether anybody was aware, but aside from his ties to um Green Lantern, he was also kind of teased shortly to be a part of this group of this multinational group called the New Guardians. Okay. And the New Guardians were supposed to be like they are in this new millennium. Basically, they got these superhuman powers and supposed to be like this new sort of multicultural team.
0: So millennium
1: they they, right 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 tied to the millennium event, and the team basically ended up going nowhere. So like this is sort of I I would be very interested to see y'all y'all say that they've been getting these multinational multi ethnic uh folks as Green Lanterns. I would be very interested to see him become a lantern. Like just he he has been sort of teased as this guy with this heroic potential and and all this stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a random far-fetched thing, but I feel like if they wanted someone with that sort of First Nations representation there and, and making up for the fact that he was this, this racial caricature for decades, like I think that would be an interesting thing to look into. Interesting.
3: Listen okay. to the, the Wikipedia write-up write, write of Thomas Kalmaku for The New Guardians an inuit friend of hal jordan's tom originally turned down the guardian's offer of advancement but later developed the superpower to quote bring out the best in people yes he he subsequently left the team and has shown no further signs of possessing such powers
4: oh (laughs) shit
3: he has uh, never brought out the best in anyone else
1: (laughs) ever since I, i have literally read the comic And it it quickly kind of gives you this thing of like, oh, snap, you know, because everybody is like they, they sort of have these different characters with these different abilities. And it's like, you know. Um, they they got uh, the one uh, Australian lady who's like she has powers tied to the dream time
2: and like it's just, you know it's very very yeah. inappropriate. Like to make to make the character even more problematic, they could just have it that he only has the power to bring out the best in white people. In white people. <laughs> right. Right. So when he left, when he left white people, he no longer shows. Wouldn't powers. work. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I I
1: genuinely would. Like, I want somebody, I want to knock on some uh, uh, DC executive person's office door and be like, do the thing. Make him a lantern. Do something with the character.
3: No, but for, there's, for a, sure, there's a vampire with AIDS in this group. Yes, <laughs> the
2: Hemogoblin. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, his name is the Hemogoblin? <laughs> no, no, no. no. That so is, okay, <laughs> no, wait, listen, wait, wait, wait. Hemogoblin is a dope name. Like we're gonna we're gonna start there. Hemo is a dope name, but vampire with AIDS like feels like some kind of mad lib gone wrong. Okay, oh, so, and, so I guess and, the, the and group is created... Guess who in... he
1: ends up taking out? Guess who he ends up taking out? The Blood black wind? woman on the team. He takes out the one black person on the team, the, the uh the, 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 the Jamaican black woman jet who has like mm.
2: flight energy power, like she's one of the cooler mm. characters message yes. <laughs> is she African too. Is that, is that what it,
3: the, it, it says it says on Wiki that she's an English girl, but is she? Oh God. Yeah, she's, she's Jamaican. <laughs> okay, an English girl Whoa. who can manipulate electromagnetic fields to a variety of effects. She was infected with HIV after being bitten by the Hemogoblin, a vampire with AIDS.
1: <laughs> Why does a
3: vampire
2: have AIDS? <laughs> is this the important question? Right. That, that that is some '80s shit right there. That is some that's,
1: '80s shit. That yeah. team. That team has. Kamaku like featured there. Um, it's interesting because it has Kilowog instead of having any one of the other human lanterns, and it also has uh, the first appearance of Extraño. Extraño. Is... <laughs>
2: ah is... Extraño. yeah, uh, so... gay Doctor Strange, right.
1: <laughs> it's I mean
2: it's it's fun, but
3: also with HIV.
1: <laughs> Estranio also. Fun. Mm-hmm. It's god damn fun, it but it's, but it's so bad it's fun but it's so bad
2: <sighs> all right guys we're gonna take a quick break uh we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> recharge we're gonna yeah we're gonna recharge <laughs> our batteries before we do that though i just wanted to mention that the one character that i assumed would be drafted in the main draft uh and shocked still on the board is uh ironheart yes mm-hmm. so uh that's a good one so so we'll come back uh very you quickly see. and we we will see chika, 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 chika. and we're back um <laughs> Let's talk about the Dynasty draft Um, briefly. I'll just kind of recap for for the benefit of the listeners. Uh, You know, this is something that I've been kicking around for a little while. The idea of, you know, the stakes are higher. You're drafting these characters and you're gonna keep these characters. So uh, it's important to sort of think about long-term, you know, who you want for your delegation. You want as a standard bearer um, and, you know, potentially, you know, without thinking about whether they're gonna score a lot of points in the comics or in other media, just you know who 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 should be associated with your delegation kind of going forward as long as possible. Um, I think that uh, we've had some interesting picks. We definitely had some characters that I would have expected to see in the main draft um, but um, yeah, we'll just jump right into it and let's talk about. Uh, how the first round shook out. Um, st- where, where we started. Give me a second, guys. I'm trying to find the uh, the thread. Yeah, um, definitely my least favorite pick in the in the round for okay. sure. Um, we're gonna we're gonna uh, the Polynesian delegation uh, came through with the number first ever pick in the dynasty draft. History was made, but they picked the Vision um and i have questions i have many questions um how how does how does the vision how is the vision polynesian um i don't have answers to those questions (laughs) to Um, be fair mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. fair um the
1: vision has he's a synthesoid but he has brain patterns based on a human being mm. so i mean technically someone maybe was like hey taika waititi is pretty great let's go copy his consciousness into this robot so oh god it. we can't
2: do that, that feels that feels like appro- <laughs> that feels like appropriation though that feels it does a little get outy little, little, like, little
1: get outy. It's, it's, like, it's less appropriation if a polynesian person is the person who does the mind transfer to ask Tomatee. I'm just coming off the top of my head. I'm just saying.
2: I mean, if they, listen, if they close the loop, if they go ahead and draft Simon Williams as Mm -hmm. Polynesian brain pattern template for Polynesian vision, that helps make the case, I suppose. But, but vision, (laughs) I have questions. I just want my questions (laughs) answered. I'm still still waiting to to figure out how how that works.
3: So uh, does 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 the vision run on the mindstone stone in the comics as well, or is it just an MCU no. thing?
2: I think that's just an MCU thing.
1: Okay, yeah, that's that's specifically the MCU. So,
2: um, Can't make I it feel work then. so I feel like the people are similarly baffled uh, because currently it's uh, sitting at forty four point four. Percent approval rating for Polynesian Vision: thirty-three point three strongly approve, eleven point one somewhat approve, twenty-seven point eight percent somewhat disapprove, and twenty-seven point eight percent. I mean, entire robot? I don't know. I mean,
1: <laughs> the fan cast works for me, though.
2: The fan cast does work, but but again, we're back on the: is he the human? Uh, is he also going to be Simon Williams? Jermaine Clement was the fan cast.
1: Well, in this continuity, I guess he can, like, be cable. (laughs) I don't know. He's just whoever's Polynesian, just kind of, like,
2: whoever's on his team. Well, definitely a higher approval for the fan cast. Uh, 71.2% approval. No, sorry. 72.1% approval rating uh, with five days left. So there's more than enough time. For people to get that vote up, uh, Jermaine Clement. Like I, I maybe should have mentioned. Um, you might know him from what we do in the shadows, and also from uh, from Avatar Two. Um, oh. but um, hmm. and Legion. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Also from Legion. He lived um, in an ice cube in Legion. He, he lived in <laughs> an ice cube. That is true. Um, I like the actor, and I think that he he definitely has the voice. He could be Jarvis. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> he he
3: did one of those um those Henry Louis Gates uh, genealogy shows. Okay, and he was ta- I th- I think it was one of those, and he was talking about um his his grandmother uh, and how she was like he didn't have he doesn't have much of the language um from I think he's Maori.
2: Yeah, he's Maori. Um,
3: mm-hmm. and that he doesn't have a lot of the language because it, it didn't really passed down because his grandmother was like punished as a child if she didn't, mm. if she spoke the language. it's really awful yeah,
2: yeah that's sad yeah. but uh yeah I don't know how that carries over to vision so no uh, stay tuned stay tuned for that. Um, so yeah that's that was the inaugural pick in the dynasty draft the pick that will live forever <laughs> in the the, in the annals of racial draft history. Um, the number and, two, and bit.
1: ironically,
2: and ironically, people were not seeing the vision. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, rem- I, rem- I would say I- fittingly. I would say fittingly, not ironically. But go on,
0: Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I remember when I joined you guys back uh, back this past summer. Um, the first podcast I did, uh, Polynesian Vision, was drafted. And I'll be honest, I didn't see it then <laughs>
2: uh, so it's it's full circle for you. Yeah. Uh, a pick that I definitely loved uh, if because one of you know the pick was made in 2022 and one of the breakout characters of 2022 I would say uh, is uh, one a character that only exists currently. In, um, in the MCU, uh, Layla El-Faouli, the Scarlet Scarab, uh, as portrayed by...
1: May Kalamawi. May
2: Kalamawi. Um, everybody loved her. Uh, everyone was happy that she got superpowers at the end of Moon Knight. Spoilers for Moon Knight. Um, and um, she's, she's a gyps first superhero, as they say on the show. Uh, in a, in a not at the- all in a not at all hand fisted way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day. It's like it's awesome that she's uh, she exists, and, and it's one of the it may be one of the great creations of the MCU that you know that that can hopefully work its way back into the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't make sense that she's a scarab, like a scarab based superhero, when she's the avatar of a hippo god. Like what is the what is the connection there at all?
0: I
2: want to say I looked this up. Isn't there some kind of connection between scarabs and like death spirits and death death in the the uh, death realm? Probably, probably.
1: I mean, it would have been an easier connection had it been like Kepri, the Egyptian god Kepri, that she was like the avatar of. But Mm -hmm. but nobody wanted to animate a a scarab headed. (laughs) deity so they were like
2: nope so we're listen hippo pr as we as i mentioned all the time hippo pr is working full time <laughs> uh, to 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 turn uh one of the most bloodthirsty creatures in in uh the we all n- love fiona. World.
1: we all love fiona
3: listen yes. i don't know what animal kingpin is in the spider ham universe but if he is not a hippo like it's, it's, they're
1: missing out. It's malpractice. Like, yeah,
3: because if sure. there is a creature who everyone thinks is just fat, but is actually 100% muscle and vicious, it is a hippo.
2: <laughs> yes. I fully, fully on board with that. Um, yeah. So the people are currently uh, 90, 90.5% 90. approval rating, um, which is still. percent less than it should be
1: um what they want her to be what that what exactly are they
2: arguing that she is instead i'm sorry uh lila el fauli should not be uh swana no maybe, okay, this, maybe right. they just didn't know what maybe they just didn't know what swana meant maybe they were just you're, like you're right it's giving <laughs> nah, middle eastern <laughs> it's, it's
1: giving African. you're right <laughs> um
2: so yeah 90.5% approval all strongly approve 4.8 somewhat disapprove and 4.8 uh no but cuz even the question was egyptian i didn't even say swana i said egyptian wow. so uh yeah i don't know maybe maybe a cable came back and was like anti-Egypt, you know? Um, And and weirdly enough, if that wasn't enough, you know, disrespect, only 83.3% approval for the casting. Mind you, the only person to ever play the character, the one who brought the character to life. Yeah. Boo. Boo to the people. Boo to the people. 83.3%. All strongly approve. All decent people. Uh, Five point six somewhat disapprove. Uh, maybe the, the the actress who missed out on the role um, because <laughs> he, Kal- Kalamawi got the role, and then eleven point one percent. I don't know. Racist. It's The only explanation for me. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I hope. I hope that they'll find a way to introduce her into the comics, and I hope that she'll you know show up again in the and MCU. I mean-
1: it's a it's a much easier through line to like have her show up in the comics than necessarily to find her in the MCU again. Honestly, like I mean, not that she can't show up in the MCU again, but like there there are so many different avenues you could potentially bring her
2: up. Look, how awesome would it be if she showed up in like Captain America: New World Order as like the Egyptian superhero? Yeah, like,
1: yeah,
2: absolutely, yeah. yeah um brings us to the next pick the jewish delegation talk about it krakoa the island that walks like a man
0: um yeah so i'll be honest um dynasty draft we're playing for keeps um like (laughs) It's. It's. Do you it's, want it's, to make
2: sure that the homeland stays stays the homeland.
1: He, he wanted <laughs> to make sure that I could not bring back my famous choice.
2: Oh no! I I I, I thought you were saying well, you don't want to well make done, sure that Jay. the Swana delegation you. didn't well
0: draft <laughs> 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 draft Krakoa. <laughs> it's it's terrible. The irony of me, uh, of the Jewish delegation drafting Krakoa, so it can only stayed jewish um but
2: but in your defense the jewish delegation does have magneto uh professor x it has and and moira the the found yeah
0: the three people that did found krakoa did like additionally the ties between krakoa and israel are are very much
2: it's yeah it's the parallel is right there
3: if Swanamina doesn't take um, Arako, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we even doing here?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally.
1: Um, well, well, the joke's on you. Arako is about to become a blacko. A blacko. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but uh, you know Krakoa is the on the one hand the mutant whole the mutant homeland the mutant yes. holy land. Um, it's you know where basically the mutants were fed up with being persecuted and we're Mm -hmm. like you know what fuck you guys we're we're leaving okay we're we're forming our own nation try and touch us yeah um additionally there are more parallels in Mm -hmm. that they kind of you know went up to you know kind of just were like, you know, Krakoa is ours now and planted their flag. And yeah. who does Krakoa belong to? You know, there are complexities there mm-hmm. that are also very that are that that, that do apply to Israel as well. Mm-hmm. Um for sure. And you know, I, I acknowledge that. Um and now one it, one thing that there. I
2: one thing that I should point out that makes Krakoa, I mean, this is the first season I should mention for the benefit of the listeners. This is the first season that locations uh, were made available to be drafted. Um, but Krakoa is a special case because not only is Krakoa a location, but also an entity, a, uh, a sentient being. Um, have you given any thought to the sentient being Krokoa and what his um, roots are as to um, him potentially uh, being Jewish.
0: So it is something that I've given a little bit of thought to. I've, uh, oh, bye.
2: Hopefully Randy uh, (laughs) will rejoin
0: us. (laughs) I I don't think he he really liked what I was saying. (laughs) Uh, um, So, you know, real world events, you know, the whole Israel of it all is very Mm -hmm. hot button um I you know I'm I'm totally fine like not like fine with but like I'm I'm open to kind of exploring the the bad okay Um, uh you know because it's there and like I well at
2: the the risk of you know messing up your strategy or anything like that one of the things that's been happening in the comp well that's from the inception of Krakoa as the mutant homeland, is the relationship between uh, Krakoa and uh, Doug Ramsey? Yes, um, is that someone that you're considering um, in con- furthering um, furthering the the um, triumvirate of it all and the relationship to of Krakoa to uh, Jewish? Uh, you know aspects of of jewish uh, culture and and the israeli experience maybe okay um. <laughs> nice
0: <laughs> fair enough maybe, maybe i don't know fair enough Guess you guys will just have to wait and see sure okay all right all right
2: um so yes yeah, uh you know there's there's still a little time listeners for you to get your vote in currently sitting at uh let me do the math real quick 82 no, sorry, uh, eighty three point three percent approval, uh, with fifty eight point three strongly approved, twenty five percent somewhat approve, zero percent somewhat disapprove, and uh, sixteen point seven percent anti-Semitic. Um, I mean, is it is it
1: anti-Semitic
0: or is it pro-black? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if 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 you don't want to agree with. You know Krakoa being, you know, yeah, I'm pretty
2: Catholic. sure. I'm pretty sure Twitter has already told us that if you yeah. don't believe that Krakoa exists, you're anti-Semitic. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Again, is it, anti-Semitic black
2: Okay, sorry. Kyrie Irving.
3: <laughs> Randy can't be anti krakoa because he knows where his roots are. He knows who he is. Oh, we're just playing. Oh, boy. (laughs) I I like how you put that little dismay, (laughs) brother. We're just playing. It's all jokes.
2: Don't come for us.
3: (laughs) Please go away. Uh,
2: That brings us to the next delegation. Uh, Finally, this character, uh, you know, I mean, again, the stakes are higher. So now she gets to stay with this delegation forever and ever and ever. Um, Danielle Moonstar from the Native American Delegation, where else would she be but the Native American Delegation? Um, yeah, I mean, what's there to say beyond uh, Danielle Moonstar being, being where she should be? You guys, I assume we've all seen the uh, New Mutants movie?
3: Unfortunately. I, I dig that movie.
1: It it had its moments. Well, I mean, yeah. it, look, it it has its charms, kind of of its own accord. But when when you compare it to the comic, I mean, obviously, nothing is really as good as the, the original reading material. But you know, the the characters' story itself was not my issue so much as sort of the the characterization, the portrayal of the actual characters yeah. themselves okay and that was like really like i mean people were talking about how how sunspot
2: and oh, dr. We, yeah. were, well we can't talk right. about we can't talk about sunspot i i i, I just get <laughs> makes me angry but people um people
1: were talking about yeah. the the sort of whitewashing uh, the the light washing there in terms of sunspot and dr Cecilia reyes i felt like danielle also was miscast i felt like um Cannonball was also miscast like i mean i just felt like the movie didn't it it picked its favorites and you could tell who was like the person that this director liked and who else he kind of just, you know, sort of threw in there because he had to, because I mean, obviously they're part of the team, so they have to be in the movie. But other than that, you know, he didn't really care for them. So
2: Yeah. I mean, like, but it did have its charms. I think that, I think that if, 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 if it wasn't for the fact that by that point, the Fox universe was was dead, and mm-hmm. there was no future uh, with those movies. I would have at least been open to uh, improvement in in future um, future New Mutants films. I thought I, I, that can, the, I thought that I most of agree the cast with that begrudgingly. begrudgingly. Yeah, I thought I, I thought that most of the cast are good actors, even if I mm-hmm. didn't think that they were all suited for the roles that they were cast as. Right um but but anyhow that was just my uh you know the only live action danny Moonstar we've gotten was a certain blue something or other blue hunt i think blue hunt blue hunt um not the fan cast that was chosen though the fan cast uh this actress i'm not familiar with though Jashawn st john um so she, currently oh do you know her rennie
0: yeah oh 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 was, sorry jen it was me um she was in this movie that i really liked that uh chloe directed um songs my oh bye again <laughs> <laughs> i guess he really didn't like that either. <laughs> um, uh, he was in a she was she was in a movie with uh that chloe Xiao directed songs my brother used to sing I don't know, okay. she was great in it and okay. then she was she was announced to have a role in eternals and she oh hello <laughs> and she never had that rule. Um, that's right. where I know her from.
2: Okay. Um, so currently 85% approval, all strongly approve, uh, of Native American Danny Moonstar, to which again, uh, 15%, what are you doing? Um, five percent somewhat disapprove, and 10% clearly racist. Um I say this.
3: The, I would say this. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um no, go ahead. The the this is the first pick of the uh the dynasty where it's like i w- i wish you would have taken this character in the in the main draft because you're mm-hmm. this is someone who actually scores points in fcl
2: shows up someone who shows up, yeah. Who yeah. Shows up
3: in yeah and so now and, you and, get to and keep them the but f- now you lose the fcl
2: well and yeah. also this is a character that you know there's a couple characters that are like, that live in like the mutant world, but also outside of the mutant world. Mm -hmm. You know, she's got that history of having been a Valkyrie um, Uh that they occasionally Uh go back to. Um, You know, she has because of that. And also because she was in a force uh, for a little bit, you know, like she's, she's got more than just her sort of, small space in the new mutants and you know before echo you know she was probably one of the more high profile native american comic characters so Mm -hmm. you know again from a from a we want to make sure that she stays with us forever and ever perspective i totally get um drafting her but like you said you are leaving points on the board um as far as her points from seeing her in the comics and uh, in other media because she's going to show up there as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but, you know, can't disapprove of, of the pick, given that she was still on the board, right. but you just kind of wish that she was picked a little sooner. Right. And yeah, uh, for the fan cast, uh, even higher than for the, for the pick itself at uh, 89.4%. Good, I'm doing that. Yeah. 894 uh, approval 78.9 strongly approve, 10.5 somewhat approve, 5.3 somewhat disapprove, and 5.3 racist. That brings us to the next pick. Uh, this one was interesting. Um, this is a very, very new character who was introduced in one of the Spider Verse books, I guess. Um, the Spinstress, edge of, edge of, edge of spider verse yeah edge of spider verse uh spinstress who is the what if spider disney princess um i haven't read the book um i do think that uh she's definitely illustrated in such a way where she's brown um uh she of course is in a fantasy world so there's no reason that of the brown things that she could, <laughs> of, of the brown <laughs> backgrounds that she could have, that uh, that she wouldn't be uh, South Asian. Um, the one thing that when I was kind of looking at um, the research behind the character, there's a song that she sings that was apparently recorded by a Broadway um, oh. actress who played in the Aladdin. Um, one of the Aladdin
1: lives there there's there's aspects of of her character which is like oh that reminds me of Aladdin oh that reminds me of Beauty and the Beast oh that reminds me of Cinderella like yes they definitely took aspects of Disney princess right.
2: um but and I can't remember the actress's name but the actress herself is not South Asian the actress is actually um I want to say Southeast Asian But, uh, you know, for us Americans who don't know geography, um, (laughs) close enough. (laughs) So, uh,
1: yeah. If it's not geographically close enough, right.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, um, I, the fan cast was, is a Bollywood actress named John V. Kapoor, who I'm not familiar with, but uh, Bollywood definitely isn't a skill set of being a Disney princess, um, so I'm here for it. And us, I wouldn't be opposed to them kind of hammering, uh, you know, sorry, nailing down uh, her ethnicity as South Asian. Um, yeah, so in the tradition of Disney princesses, she only has one name, uh, Petra, Vague, vague enough of where the Ethnicity is so yeah South Asian delegation with their first pick got them a spider sona. Um, In terms of approval currently sitting at 71.4% approval 57.1 strongly approve 14.3 somewhat approve 14.3 somewhat disapprove and 14.3 racist. Disney princesses can't be anything that white Mm -hmm. is what they say Mm -hmm. on the internet with those uh, YouTube channels where what who this is I'm going to go on a weird tangent. (laughs) Who decided that that like you all know what I'm talking about the YouTube channels that are like engaged in the crazy like crazy nerdy hate speech like. Who decided that that's the format for the thumbnails on all of the YouTube uh I like-
1: mean outrage works. So like you put you you try to put a little caricature of of like the tri- the triggered uh liberal uh person on the thing like you know the the wide-eyed person doing the little gritted
2: teeth outrage yeah. face I mean, is there like a, is there like a, 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 um, a Photoshop like template that you just kind of like, I,
1: I, I absolutely believe that they coordinated on, on Reddit somewhere. And were like, this one, we, this is our test group. This is the thing that we feel is going to trigger the lips. (laughs) I feel like that happened somewhere. They, they, they linked up to the hive mind and was like, yep, that's, that's the one.
2: All right. Well, I, it shocks me every time. It's like I just see have to see the thumbnail, and I get and I get shook. I'm it's, like, oh.
1: it's the same one, and it's the same <laughs> uh, text uh, font, and and it's the same number of exclamation points and question marks.
4: Yep.
2: Yeah, it's it's so, it's a, a trigger to libs uh, suite. than they just. <laughs> The software suite. It's in
3: uh, it's an Adobe uh extension pack. <laughs> it's, it's,
4: it's, it's
2: KKK
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> It's the extension. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh for the fancast, fancast is sitting at 72.3. Um, and there's more than enough time, listeners, for you to vote that up. Uh 64.7. Oh, wait, I apologize. 82.3. So uh, sixty four point seven strongly approve, seventeen point six somewhat approve, and seventeen point six somewhat disapprove. No racist because the picture that I chose for her, for uh, John V Kapoor is very pretty. <laughs> um,
0: I'll be honest, half the time, like that's the that's the the determining factor for me. Probably like, the way the person looks, you know. I'll just uh,
2: go ahead and prove. I yeah. I got it. Um, this pick is, you know, I like this pick. This pick is was solid. Um, you know, it's always dicey with the White Delegation. You know, they're uh, they've got so many characters to protect, and not every character needs to be protected. But this character feels right. Uh, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, uh, he of the chasing down the Hulk. He of the constantly failing, but ending ending up in a in a more high profile <laughs> and powerful role, to, despite all of his screw ups. Uh, future MCU he president. Of, he of the turning red when he's angry. <laughs> his yes. neck is a certain
3: shade of crimson,
1: guys.
2: Yes, he is. Yes, make the make the Marvel Universe great again, uh, Mag, MAGA Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, uh, yeah, he, he was going to be Blue Hulk, but uh, his taxes went up and he just was <laughs> like, he just, like, screwed that.
3: He was Blue Hulk in college, but.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's economically, what was it? Economically anxious <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Economic anxiety Hulk. Yeah. Um, Thunderbolt Ross. Um, yeah. White delegation. Also, we learned that uh you know after the tragic passing of um william hurt uh that he would be recast by harrison ford uh noted white man harrison ford <laughs> and uh he will be like i said a future mcu president so uh continues to fail upwards and that if if that doesn't scream caucasia like <laughs>
0: Believe it or not, this was actually one that I was targeting. Um, Oh, wow. (laughs) Why? uh, Like, I had the Hulk, Uh um, but... If it isn't clear, my strategy <laughs> is just choosing actors that are Jewish that work. Oh yeah, because Howard is a quarter Jewish. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I see.
1: But 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 Red Hulk like Thunderbolt Ross is one of the people who would be accusing the Jews of doing <laughs> everything wrong.
2: I mean, he I definitely would be.
0: <laughs> I bring this up from time to- Yeah, I bring this up from time to time he's Harrison noted Jewish quarter Jewish actor Harrison Ford is playing Jewish red golem president who mm. is plotting <laughs> to take over the world in the movie Captain America <laughs> New World Order um yeah. I guess I would like to distance myself from this so I probably but but
2: watch. but don't worry because noted Jewish actor um who plays Samuel Stearns whose name is like escape he's the real he's the real villain behind the villain
0: actually i, I, don't, I don't think he's jewish but yes sterns
2: <laughs> um no because that was a that was a controversy i think he's definitely jewish um i can't remember the actor's name though um give me a second guys it's gonna bother me um oh
3: jeremy renner's in the hospital uh-oh Critical oh. but stable condition after
2: being airlifted to a hospital following a snow plowing accident. Tim Blake Nelson, sorry. Uh, so yes, uh, the leader, played by Tim Blake Nelson, he's going to be the secret string puller behind the the powers that be in the Captain America New World
0: Order movie. The intelligencia, because... Yes. They already used Illuminati elsewhere. <laughs> I mean, and we also got Val played via uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, another Jew. Um, oh.
2: But so- probably not Jewish in the movie. Um, probably not.
3: I want the end credits to just be the Hanukkah song. <laughs> <laughs> O.J. Simpson, not a Jew.
0: <laughs> um, I'm sure there are other Jews that they could throw into the to the villain you know illuminati in that movie like why not just why not
3: you've got harvey Keitel and flash dancer jennifer beals Yeah. yasmine Bleed from baywatch is jewish and yes her boobs are real yes i know that song <laughs> i i know the hanukkah song all
2: right well so currently the people are uh, sitting at 81.3 uh, percent approval for white thunderbolt ross um 80 all 81.3 strongly approve uh z- six. percent somewhat disapprove and uh 12.5 percent um again um blue blue hulks blue hulks (laughs) don't approve of red hulk um now independent leaning hulks as well yes yeah (laughs) that's not fair i was shocked at the low approval rating for the harrison ford casting um i thought that we all decided that that was a great casting but uh apparently I mean,
1: they they're probably like the recast to chala
2: people mm, <laughs> <laughs> like, Yes, yes well
1: we can recast this guy why can't we
2: <laughs> of course i guess i don't know no, yeah noted noted icon of uh of the white community thunderbolt ross like <laughs> but uh yeah 50% strongly approve 14.3 somewhat approve 21.4 somewhat disapprove, and 14.3 percent um i don't know and uh people who don't want harrison ford in the mcu i don't
1: know (laughs) that too
3: yeah i'm actually really i i don't know if that's going to be a great casting that man is old that is an old man and i don't know if he's into this shit at all you know like
2: so, like I said before, when the rumor was out there, I like him a lot more as President Thaddeus Ross than as Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he just brings that kind of like just over it, like pissed off, like you know, like he's yeah. played the president in Air Force One.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so it we was know-
2: 35 years ago. Wow, I mean, It's a long time ago. I'm
0: but old, he's only though. gotten more curmudgeony. So yeah. Like- it's you know, and yeah. I, I want to see him, you know, in ping pong ball pajamas. You oh, know, I definitely do pictures.
2: not want to see Harrison Ford in in the behind what is what's the Marvel show when they go behind the, the, the scenes assembled, <laughs> assembled. Yeah, I don't I that is not gonna be the episode I watch because he's gonna be cursing uh the name of Kevin Feige and it's gonna be
0: <laughs> each their own, I guess.
2: But uh, I don't know, white delegation, you get the kudos from me. Um, this pick, definitely number one on the why weren't you picked in the main draft, um, All-Stars. Uh, Ghost maker, Koa Khan from mm-hmm. the East Southeast Asian delegation, AKA the guy who Batman's better than Batman and is all of the, all of the memes. He uh, is a sword fighting, uh, computer hacker, bisexual, uh, Southeast Asian vigilante.
1: It's it's just I mean sort of kind of on a tangent, but also uh, pertinent to the mm-hmm. subject at hand. I'm very very amused slash intrigued slash bewildered <laughs> by the recent um last couple of years where like a a number of the main uh justice league members sort of got these new brown kind of friends slash love interest people that that sort of got introduced into their mythos like Batman got Ghostmaker and and Wonder Woman got uh, uh Sigurd, I believe. Siegfried, I believe his name is.
2: Oh yeah, Siegfried. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Barry Allen got both both uh, August Hart and Dr. Mina Dawan. Like <laughs> yes. both of them, like both of them sort of like, are y'all about to do y'all need a room? Like he kind of mm-hmm. got you know with both of those characters even though like august Hart was like a
2: friend but still like mm, you sure That's- yeah yeah and then but again this is this is the dc problem we've talked about this before where it's like their their classic characters like worlds were so white and it was like all right how do we how do we fix this you know introduce introduce new characters get them get them out there quickly
1: it's it, it's just very uh, a very amusing trend i'll just i'll say that much
2: well Ghostmaker maker racking up wins he's out there and he it, like he's only in one book a month but in that book he's he's doing all of the defeats mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah yeah. he's he's doing he's doing the most uh he's <laughs> currently currently in charge of batman incorporated yep. um i i don't i mean we're probably at least ten years away from getting him in any kind of live action incarnation um but but i but I, I like he's do, he's doing he's doing big things in the comics, and I hope that continues. Anyone else have any thoughts about ghostmaker
3: He's someone that I could see appearing in way smaller yeah in very in stuff that is not considered mainline continuity cinematic universe stuff like for instance. Ghostmaker appearing in like Harley Quinn or um Teen Titans Go or something like that. Like that's completely, I think, possible.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's inevitable that we're gonna get another Batman animated thing. So he's he'll he'll show up soon. I, I don't think that we're
2: like that far off from seeing him show up. I mean it felt it, it felt like Tinian like one of the mandates given to Tinian was like, hey, hey, how would you like to create like 20 new characters? Uh, that-
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was just I was just looking it up to make sure it was Tinian. Cause it was just like, it just felt like his run came and it was like, and there's this character and that character and here, and every three issues. It was like, here's a right. new, it was uh, the gardener, like was-, Dips, was The gardener, yeah, uh, yeah. clown hunter. Uh yeah. Um, um Punch Line? A, is Punch Line Punchline like is Punchline
2: character. Punchline is Tinian. Yeah. Uh peacemaker, peacekeeper? Peacekeeper. peacekeeper? peacekeeper. Peacekeeper.
3: The peacekeeper. Peacekeeper one Peacekeeper, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever.
2: Did he also create the uh the mayor, the, the, the Japanese mayor? Or probably not? I, He's probably
3: the new scarecrow that was like Japanese, basically, <laughs> like yeah. was, was Tinian's look. Um yeah it was it was wild it's just crazy run he just comes in and creates all these new characters and i remember the time us being like he's definitely like you know you're gonna pay me like i'm getting paid (laughs) i (laughs) hope so because i hope he
2: got a, I hope he gets a cut of all these characters because they're gonna make like in toys alone like they they all have really cool looks
3: that's the thing is like it's not only that he created these you know he added to the, the mythos or whatever it's like Ghostmaker is a really cool looking character. Like it's Boba Fett style. Like this is, yeah. he, he looks straight out of an anime. Like it's awesome. He looks great. Um, and like, like did not miss. Gardner, as soon as we saw the, pre- the, the previews, we're like, yep. I want to know more yeah. about this character. Like exactly. when is Janelle Monae going to play this character? In yeah. The
2: yeah. And I apologize for not knowing the artist who was um, on the run with him. Um, because it was george george menace okay it was a menace yeah okay because didn't miss didn't miss with any of the designs instantly iconic looks um he was oh who's the other character um the one who was like the computer hacker miracle molly miracle molly Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah just 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 banging out new character after new character like very it was a short run right because the run is over isn't it
3: yes we're on to uh, Chip Zdarsky now,
2: All right? On the Chip Zdarsky, but I felt like pound for pound, like just it just a whole bunch of new characters that are gonna stick that are gonna stick around.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm looking at the the DC Wiki, and it's not showing Gardner as one of his, which is interesting. But I could have at,
2: sworn Gardner was introduced in in that same run, thought. yeah, Miracle yeah, Molly. I mean, but the the runs did kind of run together. But I do think it was. I thought so. I mean um, part of it was that it was they were crossing over between detective and the batman book which he also wrote detective at one point so hmm. but it, but yeah I thought Gardner was also him
3: unless he brought the character back out of obscurity or something like that which is possible mm. um but yeah it, it, there were there were a bunch there it was like I had like
1: yeah, and, an and impressive almost, handful, and almost all of um, them. If if you have if you have access to the the page right now, I'm trying to think who uh who created this other character like Oracle's uh, new little rival seer.
2: That one, I don't think was Tinian because that character was introduced in the Batgirl book, right?
1: I am not sure. Gardner is listed
3: So Gardner is listed on the website as being created by James Tinian, but it's not listed among the creations of J- James Tinian on the James Tinian page.
2: Okay, interesting.
3: But Miracle Molly, Ghostmaker, Clown Hunter, The Underbroker, Punchline, The Designer.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about Designer. Yeah. An, yeah.
3: Madam Crow. I don't even know Madam
1: Crow. Okay, so yeah,
2: um, Seer
1: is, is one of his. Wow. Insane. Wow. Just like Came She's in. like the, the anti oracle the
3: saying yeah I want like the, the analogy I want to be is like he came into like a China shop with a baseball bat but it's the opposite he came into a China shop it's like and here's more China yeah <laughs> here's all this new <laughs> James Tinian China that I have and now this is a James Tinian shop
2: exactly um, staying in the Batman mythos um, the multiracial delegation this was a, this was this grew out of a conversation that I had uh, earlier in the week. Um, We were talking about this character, uh, Helena Bertinelli, a.k.a. the Huntress, Mm -hmm. um, a.k.a. You're Italian, but but. (laughs) mm, ah, Sure, sure about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, um, obviously, there are versions of her from years ago where she was very Caucasian, uh, but in recent years, she's been illustrated brown with no real explanation as to why or how. And, you know, I think that's a perfect candidate for the multiracial delegation to be like, yes, I'm Italian. But I I'm mean,
1: she's, she's, she's Italian in that same way that a lot of like white, sort of whiter passing <laughs> brown folks are like, yeah, I'm Italian. I know you're not. Your, your mama's black, your daddy's white. That's, that's what you are. But you're Italian, quote unquote. Yeah.
2: Well, I say just go ahead and be like, yeah, I'm Italian, but I'm also black. Cause yes. uh, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna fall victim to the whitewash ever again. This is just how she's gonna look from now on. Like uh, they
1: need to <laughs> just go ahead and just 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 do it. Like do that with with Helena and do it with Selena Kyle. Like, no, they're they're brown.
2: Sorry. Well, look the fight for selena is going to be a lot stronger let's be honest uh you know despite the fact like je- even though we've gotten many iconic black uh, cat women that doesn't stop the white delegation from reaching up and be like no <laughs> like, <laughs> michelle pfeiffer forever <laughs> I would say, and,
3: I, and i would say even though we've gotten many iconic black women She's canonically Cuban, so... Uh,
2: <laughs> afro Afro-Cuban. afro <laughs> yep. It's an easy fix. We can do the meme of... The, the predator meme. The <laughs> <laughs> You know That next delegation.
3: Yeah. Should have been uh, Celia Cruz in the 66 series. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, Helena Bertinelli, uh, the Huntress... Cool character, um, you know, weird, kind of weird because, like, at one point, Huntress was gonna be Batman's daughter,
1: Helena then, Wayne. Yep.
2: Yeah, but then they were like, "Eh." I mean, know.
1: Helena Wayne is a thing now, currently in in the JSA. Earth Two,
2: yeah, Earth JSA.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I I feel like, and and maybe uh, maybe I mixed up the timeline, but I feel like. She was a character that they had to decanonize as as a Earth One character, but they wanted to keep the Huntress character around, so they reintroduced her as Helena Bertinelli um, in order to keep the look. But but she's supposedly different. Does that does that ring a bell? Is that right, Randy? Yeah.
1: I I'm not sure, but I do know that like they clearly can't quit. Helena Wayne because <laughs> she she was in uh, a and cat or something like that too mm-hmm. right the the other yeah. that they yeah so there really is a there Wayne.
2: is a bit of a clash in terms of like who is the the huntress that they want to put all their chips behind mm-hmm. um but you know in the main universe and of course the um uh, the Birds of Prey film which I liked mm-hmm. so, you know mm-hmm. I thought was very good um played not by a multiracial actress but i do like mary elizabeth winstead but I feel like
3: she's a mul- she's somehow a white actress who was coded as like but you gotta be something else right <laughs> like there's not like a japanese grandmother in there or something there's not something else going on there hmm. but no there isn't it's just like the the whitest back like her <laughs> her like aunt is uh oh man someone famous i can't remember who
2: well, while you're while you're looking her up, yeah, I will uh, be saying the approval rating for her, which is currently sitting at eighty five point four percent. No, my math is not mathing. <laughs> eighty three point four um, percent approval. Sixty six point seven strongly approve. Sixteen point seven somewhat approve. Sixteen point seven somewhat disapprove. And no racists. Huh? Look at that. Her
3: her grandfather was a cousin of Ava Gardner.
2: Hmm. that's it okay yeah so yeah multiracial huntress we're here for it we at the racial draft all approve uh that brings us to defensive corner black (laughs) delegation john stewart Mm -hmm. the black green lantern (laughs) the red black and green lantern as as it were um
3: this might be another pick of like uh this this is someone who should not be here so You're yeah, right.
2: Should have been right gone yeah, I, I, I agree.
1: And it it was like I had a whole lot of stuff going on, personal stuff and getting distracted and kind of mean like, you know, uh assuming like oh snap, this person hadn't been drafted already. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Well, john Stewart uh may or may not be getting his own solo project. Um James Gunn hasn't debunked all of the rumors around this character, but uh, he did get a, a movie, an animated movie, mm-hmm. which uh, sort of reworked his, his his origin in such a way that m- makes it really easy to, to bring him into the fold in live action if they wanted to go that route. Um, obviously, um, he is a generation's first choice for Green Lantern. Um, yeah, I mean...
1: He's Certainly jealous. my choice, my first choice. Because, I mean, like, well, it's either between him or Kyle Rayner. Like, those two, I, I don't have an interest in Guy. Like, Guy, can you just imagine now this current generation of the, of the Justice League and Guy Gardner is, like, the Green Lantern among <laughs> those characters? My God, ugh.
2: Yeah, he's, he's an acquired taste for sure. Um, I feel like Guy now works in tandem with other lanterns where they can kind of you know he's
1: good post. as mm-hmm. a sounding board like he says right. stuff and then people are like what a jerk <laughs> exactly <that's> like...
2: <laughs> exactly um if you know if they if they do a a green lantern core ensemble movie like that's the best place for a guy as like the guy that you know is the asshole with a heart of gold you know like it feels like a he feels like a James Gunn character, if we're being honest. Um so mm-hmm. but uh not not my solo Green Lantern, not for, sh- for for sure. Um yeah, so John Stewart is currently sitting at 94.1 approval rating, with all 94.1 strongly approving. Uh 5.9 somewhat disapprove, uh probably the guy Gartner fans. Um no racism because uh he used the Green Lantern ring to kill all the racists. Um <laughs> And that brings us to the final pick of the first round of the dynasty draft feels right for the dynasty purposes. One of the things that the dynasty draft was created to do white tiger Latinx delegation. Talk about it, Carlos.
3: Uh, You know, it's, she wasn't the right pick for the, the racial draft because there just isn't enough FCL scoring, I think to, To justify it yet But I do think That someone that I don't want To lose going forward Mm -hmm. uh, Because I foresee A glow up as I foresee an MCU appearance And I foresee Synergies and will be Happy to take Advantage of having that character In my quiver Why is she an arrow? I don't know But she (laughs) she is (laughs) um it's you know it's one of those I've joked about it several times she's it's one of those funky 70s uh kung fu things it's like but yeah there are no tigers in Puerto Rico this doesn't really make sense or New York um but but uh I think and I do think that if we get a white tiger this for some reason Ava Ayala is the one that we will get like that's the she it's kind of like the John Stewart thing. Like there are other lanterns, but John Stewart is the Green Lantern. There are other white tigers, but Eva Ayala is the white tiger. So,
2: yeah, I mean, especially because her father was also the white tiger. So right. it's an easy story. Her brother. To
3: tell. Her brother.
2: Oh. Yes. Oh okay.
3: I do think that there I'm are not... continuities where she is the, the daughter, though. Like I do think that that's I mean, been played
1: with before. The thing for me is like Angela Del Toro is like around,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and and Hector Ayala died. Neither one of them was like put like sort of pushed as much as Ava Ayala. Like she is the one
2: now currently.
1: Like even right. I mean,
2: she's it, also been in an animated series. Right, right, right. Um, exactly. You know, she's the one with a romance with another character. You know, we, we all love romance. We talked about that earlier. Hector Alvarez,
1: <laughs> power man. Yep.
2: Yep. Uh, Dominican power man.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> it's, re- it's interesting because like she's she's the sister of Hector Ayala and yeah. the aunt of Angela del Toro, who I think is older than her. Yes. little older. I mean, yeah. that
2: happens. You know. oh, it, it
3: happens for yeah. sure. But it just seems like that'll that'll be something that the mcu might clean up right that's why like... i
2: was that's why i think it like especially from a you know if you want to do the period aspect and i think mm. you probably do want to do the period aspect if you make hector ayala be like the i became the white tiger in like the 90s mm-hmm. you know in the bronx and i was like you know on these streets until i got older and then, you know, I passed the torch to my daughter. But before that, you know, my niece kind of carried the torch very briefly. Sure. You know, like I could see I could see them playing around. For, with, for the uh,
1: MCU, yeah.
2: Yeah. For, well, even, I mean, yes, for the MCU, but also because I mean, I made the the, the gaff, but I think because of the age difference, mm-hmm. like we think of Hector Ayala as older and then you know ava is young enough to be his daughter yeah
1: Yeah, and frankly they they never like again he he ends up getting killed in such a way that his story never really moved out of that era right Mm -hmm. yeah i understand what you're saying
3: yeah. Or, think, or it'll be something where they introduce the character and they never talk about the rest of the family stuff. And it's just like Ava yeah, is the white tiger. I don't know what else you want from me.
2: Yeah. But I um, mean, we, we've, we've talked about this before about like, you know, they sort of dropped the ball with respect to America Chavez as like both. America Chavez period but also America Ch- Chavez as New Yorican mm-hmm. as oh, the well, New Yorican they
1: have, like they have thoroughly fumbled the ball or whatever the sports analogy is yeah.
2: yeah yeah. and and I feel like one way of making right making that right is by firmly establishing the white tiger as not just like a New Eurekan hero but like a New Eurecan legacy hero where mm-hmm. where the ties are so tight to Puerto Rico and to the Bronx or, and, or Spanish Harlem, depending on how, you know, what neighborhood at what time. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I, could, I could honestly
3: see it being something of like, if they, you know, if I'm Kevin Feige and I'm trying to clean up the history, it's like there was Hector Ayala and there is Eva Ayala and Angela del Toro does not exist. Like yeah. and it's just going to be like a clean father daughter, yeah. And it'll and that's what it'll be. It'll be father daughter. it Won't be brother sister twenty years apart exactly. or whatever they yeah. are.
2: Yeah. But I see. I could see Ava. I could see Ava. I, I'm sorry. I could see Angela Del Toro existing, but not as White Tiger. Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. Um. But I can. I, and I also can can imagine a situation where the the White Tiger's roots go all the way back to the island. Sure. You know and, yep. you know, and that's where the power originates Mm -hmm. um or
3: or they won the 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 amulet in like a breakdance battle (laughs) (laughs) in these streets it's i mean mean,
1: it's entirely possible Mm. that um like i i hate to say it because frankly i i'm sort of of the mind that like y'all know i love my team ups i love my my family my hero families like you know aquaman family superman family whatever so, I mean, ideally, I would want for them to all kind of exist and like bring Hector back to life in the comics. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised because they've done it a couple of times um, where they make Angela like the antagonist. Like Ava hmm. is, is the one who ends up getting the, the new, you know, uh, white tiger mantle. And then sort of like Agatha Harkness was a mentor to Wanda in the comics, like, now we kind of turn it and like, mm-hmm. yeah, you have ties to her, but she kind of has a different view of how to use the white tiger power and kind of wants to do some untoward things. And like, you know, they did it with Agatha, they did it with um, with with Bill Foster and Ant-Man movies. Um, like, I could see that, you know, they want to keep the character, but sort of streamline, you know, thinking that, okay, we don't want to have too many kind of like heroes. Maybe we can sort of use that character in a different way.
3: Mm. I could see it too being like, you know, and now we're just writing white tiger stuff, (laughs) but like it being a thing where when we meet Ava, Hector's dead Mm -hmm. and she's Mm -hmm. living with her aunt, Angela del Toro.
2: Yeah and
3: angela del toro does not want her to become the new white tiger and you know is familiar with what happened to her brother and knew about it and is protecting mm-hmm. her but when you know in episode seven uh we you know she's finally you know ava's finally backed up against the wall and here comes angela del toro the other white tiger and being mm-hmm. like you know i didn't want this for you la 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 la, la. yeah
2: sure sure and, and it's funny because like you know how normally when people go where is our black panther you know and we go mm, it's not really the same thing yeah. like but this is would be kind of like yeah yeah Puerto Rican yeah. Puerto Rican black panther <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> and now I'll say too like the fan casting thing is coming up again cuz it's like I don't know it seems like the streets want Jenna Ortega I don't know that she's the best fit for for
1: I mean she's she's easy to cast because we see her face now but mm.
3: right yeah yeah she's I mean like honestly if you were to tell me like cast Jenna Ortega in a comic book character role the first thing I would think of it probably is just because she's plays Wednesday but I'd be like Raven (laughs) give her that (laughs) 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 but um yeah I don't know I'm thinking I'm thinking um Haskini Velasquez from the Save by the Bell uh reboot. Okay. She's she's got the look. I don't know. Well, but
2: you know, maybe that's a situation where where you want to like put out the fan art first and then announce the announce the fan cast. You Submit know? it to the chat. You know, try to like uh you know, try to try to uh massage the, the 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 audience get them prepared for the fan cast before you officially announce the fan cast you know uh, you know work the work the work the refs a little bit
3: i actually saw a really funny like tweet that was like i think it's really funny that whenever anyone mentions jenna ortega as eva Ayala, they always show a picture of white tiger with a mask on because when <laughs> she's got her mask off it doesn't quite work and then they show like a bunch of panels it's like yeah she's a little like eva yalla's brown Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's brown. Yeah. And she's I also
2: mean, the white tiger Has her face too. <laughs> <laughs> she's the only white tiger whose face is completely covered. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're like yeah, and she's like and then when they show this image like mm-hmm. that's Angela Del Toro. That's not Eva Ayala.
2: Stop mm-hmm. doing that. Right. Yeah. Um but uh no, I, but I I hope it happens. I hope they, you know, rumors, These streets are saying, streets that, are saying. Uh, streets are saying that we're going to get white tiger in uh, Daredevil. Um, See,
3: the streets are saying that, and I'm thinking, like, age-wise, it, it would make more sense for it to be an older person because Daredevil's 40. You know, like, it just seems like, is Daredevil, does Daredevil have a 20-year-old protege? I mean, I, I guess it's, it's been done,
2: obviously, but... Well, I was just more thinking about the idea of Daredevil going to all these different neighborhoods and, like, clashing with whatever... Neighborhood superhero, there is right. So he's up in Harlem. Right. He, he's he he's up in Harlem. He he encounters Luke Cage. He's in like you know in the Bronx, and he encounters White Tiger. He's in yeah. Brooklyn. He encounters- Do it like the
3: Mandalorian, where he just goes to a new neighborhood every episode. But like in every episode, they're like what are you doing here? He's like I'm born again, and then they just like. Fight. But he's like also protecting a baby. He's protecting Jeff the Land Shark, and uh, from episode to episode. <laughs> Millions. <laughs> you send that to the bank.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean I could see I could I could see them, you know, there's 18 episodes, right? So there's yeah. there's there's room for um, a storyline where uh, every neighborhood in every borough, uh Kingpin's got operations and he's going and he's going there and yeah. he has to like do the classic we don't trust each other but we team up because this is what we have to do to take out the the bad guy and that's how we get introduced to all the street level heroes in New York
3: i really want the first episode of daredevil like the fir- the opening salvo to be like a, a monologue over like rain And gritty and it's like you know I gotta Protect this neighborhood I've gotta protect Hell's Kitchen and then like a wide shot it's like Crate and barrel and like you know Cause Hell's Kitchen is not Hell's Kitchen guys It's, it's spoilers That's not what happened to Hell's Kitchen in real life um,
2: Yeah it's like But after the snap <laughs> After the snap when all the real estate developers Disappeared right?
3: <laughs> I've gotta protect Hell's Kitchen But first brunch Bottomless mimosas
2: well, that was going to be my joke about iron fist iron fist is in harlem because he's gentrifying harlem he's, yeah uh, he's <laughs> the, like, love it yeah you know, it's like what's the what's the what's uh, i should know this because i live in new york but it's like what's the real estate company that that buys up everything like <laughs> oh yeah no oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the rand corporation yeah. <laughs>
3: did they buy avengers tower no who did tune in next week
2: yeah we still haven't learned no idea about avengers tower
3: it's been like two years someone years. Should,
2: should look into that get jessica yeah. jones on the horn
3: <laughs> when, avengers? Did, when did they first mention that avengers tower had been sold is it like the second homecoming. spider-man movie yeah oh, first one. Oh yeah is first it really movie? homecoming oh yeah
0: we still it's uh math years later and we still don't know
1: Fine. So so the next thing that comes out, we get like a little a TV scene, like in a bar. Somebody looks on the TV and is like, oh, the grand opening of the Baxter building. Enjoy.
2: Yeah, but it's been like we went through the whole Spider-Man trilogy <laughs> as well as the snap. Like <laughs> we still haven't figured out who bought that damn tower.
0: It'll it'll yeah. be uh Wilson Fisk, and we're gonna find out about it when someone shows <laughs> us a shitty uh shitty uh <laughs> picture uh, on their phone <laughs> it's like oh man fisk
2: tower you know, it was, it was my, my google maps is showing it as fisk, fisk tower <laughs> didn't that used to be the avengers building yes yes mm-hmm. but uh no i mean love the pick uh i really you. think that is this is a strong uh keeper pick um because of like you said we foresee big things for her and uh no one else can draft her Until you until you decide that uh, you want to draft her, yeah. So, so yeah. And
3: and now we'll get a little funky. With oh no,
2: yeah. Oh no. Yep.
3: No (laughs) race is safe.
2: No race is safe. Uh oh. (laughs) Well, listeners, that's where we'll leave it because uh, we got to leave you wanting more. Uh, Tune in for round two of the dynasty draft, where apparently no race is safe, according to Carlos. uh, stay out of his. Stay out of either of our mentions. <laughs> uh, I, I mentioned the approval for that, right? No, I did not.
3: No, I think I interrupted. Um,
2: you. I'm sorry. Oh, so 86.4 uh, approval, all strongly approve.
3: Who are these people? Uh, Who voted against this? Uh, Red
2: Hulk, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Red Hulk is like, I don't know how it's going to work, but we're going to build a wall around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, four point five percent somewhat disapprove, and nine point one percent, you know, Republicans. Mm, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. But, nine point
3: one percent who don't understand Puerto Ricans are American citizens. Yeah. but he's
2: <laughs> he's it's the white tiger, guys, <laughs> not the brown tiger.
3: <laughs> totally disregarding the fact that tiger is part of the name, like guys, tigers, you have no claim to this
2: we have wait, you can't tell a white person they have no claim to anything. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, right. I Even mean, I mean, paying attention? Tiger, Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you. I'll start with you, Randy.
1: You can find me on Twitter currently for now
2: uh at RandyS0725.
1: Um, and I use the hashtag superpower list.
2: And uh, Jared, where can they find you?
0: Find me on uh, Twitter at uh, Jared K I R S C H underscore, on Instagram at Jared K I R S C H E N B A U M. And uh, my super occasional writings at Murphy's Multiverse. Uh, follow them, they are great.
2: Carlos, where can they find you?
3: Uh, I am at Carlos Freitas Jr on Twitter and more than likely you'll find me on any social networking (laughs) platform um, as at Carlos Freitas Jr or at Agent Carlos and you that's because you can find me and my work at agentsoffandom.com and we just put together a huge comprehensive like our favorite things of 2022 uh, super it's got a table of contents and there's an appendix and
1: It's a huge, big old thing. So so they they had to one-up me by creating an actual superpower.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like IP theft right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before I tell you where you can find me, I left one uh, big thing out. I'm going to tell you where we are with the point standings, guys. The point standings. And as always, we go bottom to top. We start from the bottom. And uh, at the bottom, the Polynesian delegation. 1,028 points next up with 1,256 points. The South Asian delegation next up with 1,413 points. The Swan delegation next up with 1,478 points. The multiracial delegation with With 1,507 points, the white delegation. With 1,515 points, the East-Southeast Asian delegation. With 2,024 points, the Black delegation. With 2,105 points, the Native American delegation. With 2154 points, the Latinx delegation. And at first place, that only leaves one delegation. 2363 points, the Jewish delegation. Yeah. Jared, how does it feel to be the front runner? I'm, looking I'm down.
0: I'm very surprised. I'm very happy. I hope uh, you guys aren't all, you know, upset that the new the the, the newcomer came in. Uh, <laughs>
1: if if i beat the white delegation i'm satisfied
0: that's
1: <laughs> that is my metric that's good right.
0: uh okay. just about of beginner's luck <laughs> uh, listen you
2: don't be humble you are a savvy player you're doing the thing you're making good fan casts you're drafting mm-hmm. good characters you're doing backstories you're doing fan art you're you know you're doing your best
1: you're actually able character. to create art <laughs>
2: yeah you're you're you making didn't piss- characters <laughs> your own you didn't piss
3: anyone off with drafting. So
2: <laughs> <True>. <laughs> my,
3: my computer may die. So I'm going to log off now, guys. I'm um, right. down to my last like 5%. So have a good night and happy new year.
2: Right. And uh, we are down to our last 5% on the podcast. So I will say my goodbyes. You can find me at MTFIII on Twitter. You can find my occasional writings at Murphy's Multiverse as well. And um, who knows, maybe in the new year, 2023, you'll get more occasional. Um, you can find us at Racial Draft Pod on Twitter, Racial Dot Draft on Instagram, and Racial Draft at uh on Facebook. Um, we're not yet on all of the other um socials. We have not yet on TikTok. We're gonna be ticking and talking. Um, <laughs> but at some point, um still haven't still haven't gotten the only fans thing figured out. Let's um,
1: let's see if we can generate <laughs> some buzz over on Hive.
2: Yeah. Uh, Nice. Nice. Um, But until next time, all things are possible.